And now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You did it, Mike. No, I did it. Nobody thought you could do it. Listen, you guys didn't help whatsoever. It's been me every single week. <laughs> all Michael. All me. It's all for Michael. All the time. I didn't even know his name was Mike, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, episode 100. My name is Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And I'm dropping stuff. I don't even care. It's a good start. Um, it's a great, it's a fantastic start. <laughs> this is our second time through this because we had some technical di- technical difficulties, Te- and technical I can't technically what? talk. Technical difficulties. Yeah, I I've said this before. I will say it again. I am shocked that we made it to episode two, let alone a hundred. It only took us like a hundred and two weeks to get here. That's right. I think we only took like. Two weeks think, off, maybe right? Maybe one week yeah, here, here, one week there. there. Yeah, probably one or two uh, per year for the uh, holidays and such like that. Yeah. yeah. So pretty good. Pretty, not, pretty good. Not bad, boys. Not bad. I am done after this, though. Oh, are you? Yeah. I figured... what are, you, are you moving on to something else? Yeah, I got big plans. Oh, what do you got? Please, do share. There's a, like a new flavor yogurt I wanted to try or something. Oh, so what flavor is it? That's, I mean, it's going to take up a lot of time. What flavor? It'll only be hanging here. It's like a like a like a peanut butter banana crunch. Ooh, yeah. Is there pickle in it too? Probably like peanut butter pickle banana crunch. <laughs> that's, that's delicious. That's probably what's in your fridge right now. <laughs> well, I, I am. I have some news. I'm leaving as well after this. No, you're not allowed to. I'm, I'm going to start a horror movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> except be about, except gonna, a good one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a horror <laughs> movie podcast, not a shitty podcast. <laughs> There's a difference in there. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, we, I, I, when we started this thing, we literally were sitting on the couch. Like we, like now we have like this nice like setup or whatever. I think it's nice. It's probably trashy still, but I think it's nice. No offense, Jay. <laughs> Michael, look at look at your surroundings. There are gold records on the wall. Some of which weren't even there. When Those, we first started. They're not. They were not. They're not so much gold as they are like the colors of what the actual CDs are. But close enough. Close. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> like we we started this, we sat in the couch. We told you told Jay, we're like, hey, we want to do a movie podcast, a horror movie podcast. And I guarantee you, Jay was like, all right, I'll, I'll entertain these guys for <laughs> a night, maybe maybe two. They'll they'll lose interest. They, they lose interest like, in everything. He's like, okay, whatever, you guys. And he's like, this will never happen. And then it didn't for six months. And then we were finally like, okay, Jay, let's do it. And then we surprised him by actually showing up one night. And then he's like, okay, this should last about one or two weeks. Yep. And here we are. Did, like, did you? Honestly, God, did you? I, I gave you the two-week line. I was like, yeah, <laughs> these guys. This will fizzle out. Yeah, they be like, Mike's going to be like, I got to wash my cat. And I'm going to be like, you don't even have a cat. Why? I'm going to go I, get one. I had to wash your cat. You had to wash my cat. Yeah, that was it. Wait, you didn't even have a cat at that point. I did not have a cat at that point. Oh, my God. So many life. Oh, my gosh. So, life, many, so many things have happened in life our lives. Life has changed so much. I had a beard at one point in time. 
I have a beard for right first, now. For the first time in my life. I also have a beard. Hey. I'll pound it. I'll pound it. Yeah. I've... I've, fist. I've, that was pounding fists. We were, <laughs> yeah. This is they can't, can't see. The this isn't. This isn't the butt kill podcast. <laughs> I mean, we started the butt kill podcast. I mean, we did. Yes. Uh, it never made we've, it to air. We've had uh, lots of friends. Very intense. Lots of friends on as guests, and, and uh, just had a, a whole lot of fun. We actually have some listeners. Uh, we average, and this this might be not a lot to some people, but uh, for come, us, it's crazy. Like, what are you going to throw our balls around a little bit? Brag? Is that what you're about to do? No. Yes, you are. Well, listen, I got huge We balls, average so. literally 30 <laughs> plays a week. Literally. <laughs> no, and we were just looking at our stats. We've got a pretty, I mean, for... Uh, we, we average roughly, give or take, about 1,000 a month. Which, which to us is... Which to like, us listen, is, when we started this, this was going to be like, maybe a couple of our friends would listen to it. It was pretty much for us to listen to our own fucking voices. Right. For an hour. Because we love which it. Which turned into two hours. <laughs> Occasionally into three. Occasionally. <laughs> I, north will, of I two. will not forget that. <laughs> um, we kept Jay up at all hours of the night. That was an achievement. Yep. Um, but I no, I mean we can we look, we can you know we're able to look at our stats on SoundCloud and the Pulse app and stuff like that, and we actually have people listening in different countries and cities all over the U.S. It's it's, it's pretty humbling. Like yeah, like we said, a thousand plays a month to a lot of people. You know, there's other people who get like twenty million plays a month, but some some get a hundred plays a week for, or or a hundred thousand plays a week. Right, like the big for, podcast for yeah. a few uh, for a few schmucks sitting in in Michigan, like. We're pretty happy with a yeah. thousand plays a month, though. It feels some, feels nice to know that people are out there you know, actually listening some, to us. Some of our old bands didn't even get a thousand. Plays. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> true. Our old band we were going to get so that time is, enough wait, at last. So this, this is now officially the most successful thing we've ever done. Too the most successful thing we've ever done. <laughs> and you guys got married. Uh, well, that was like ten years ago. But <laughs> that's next year. <laughs> yeah, he's not married true, yet. What are you true, talking true, about? True. But uh, made yeah. a lot of friends in other podcasts. We have. And, uh, and uh, Beyond the Void just Beyond celebrated the void. their 100. Yeah. Right. Made they talked just... about friends with beer companies and beer owners. Friends with, yeah. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Uh, and uh, uh, clown dire- shoes. movie directors. Yeah. Clown yep. Shoes Steve. Megan no, so, Friels so Johnson. Steve no longer works for Clown Shoes. Since what? when? What? I, I realize this because his name changed on the old Instagram. Mm-hmm. He now works for a company called Back Pew Brewing in uh, Texas. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh. He, uh, yeah, uh, so now I, we got to get some Steve, back proof stuff on here. Steve, if uh, you're listening, I really wish that you would update us on these life changes. It's kind of offensive. We feel, we feel let down. <laughs> Gosh, um, what the hell? I know we are. It's long distance. You know? <laughs> we talk once every six months or so. We get it. But a lot uh, of other cool <laughs> podcasts that we talk to now, like guys we've never met in real life, but we're like friends with online. and uh, like Guys grave, that the, live the near grave. us that we've never talked to in our lives that suddenly we know now. Like <laughs> Grave Plot Podcast, Slackjaw Punks, who I actually do know one of the guys I grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Exploding Heads. Um who else? The, Kyle uh, Laugh. Kyle Laugh from the Laughing Horror, Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. Just all kinds of cool people that we've had an opportunity to communicate with ever since we started this thing. So it's really kind of opened us up to a lot of new experiences, which is mm-hmm. cool. Share, share our love for the scare. Absolutely. Our love for the scare. And the hooch. Yeah. Mostly the hooch. The hooch. <laughs> you got the hooch, baby. All right. Well, that's enough of uh, the things that we've actually gotten right in the past couple of years. Why don't we talk about some stuff that we've gotten wrong? Yeah. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Already. All right. Are you good? 100's off to a good start. <laughs> you pointed at me, so I thought you wanted me to start. Do you like have po- any corrections from this? I just like this pointing week? at you, that's all. Yeah. Uh, I got one. Yeah. Um, I said that Juliana Harkavy plays Dinah Drake on uh, Arrow. 
She does not play Dinah Drake. She plays Dinah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said she. <laughs> correction for the correction. Correction for the correction. <laughs> I said that she plays Dinah Lance. Yeah. She does not. She plays Dinah Drake. Right on. Different character. Right on. That's all I got. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> I have another one from Carney. Thank you, Carney. Uh, I was talking about one line drawing, and he was using a C3PO to kick out the jams because he didn't have a drummer. Kick out the jams. It was actually it was actually an R2D2. Oh. Which oh. makes makes yeah. Know your droids, James. I know. I feel like a complete ass. Um, also, I said something about um, uh, da, 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 um, other characters like secondary characters. Mm-hmm. You said something about secondary characters in horror. In Stephen King. Movies. Right, and I and I said don't don't forget Scatman Crothers, and then I called him Doc Halloran. It's Dick Halloran. Ooh. Doc Halloran is from Leslie Vernon. Ah, because yep. it's a it's a play off of the fact that they call Daniel Torrance Doc, and the fact that Scatman Crothers plays Dick Halloran. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, this isn't really a correction, but we just kind of we 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 talked about Graveyard Shift, mm-hmm. the Graveyard Shift the graveyard last week, shift. and I I listened to the short story today. Oh, because it's only forty five minutes. Okay. Um, it's it makes a lot more sense in the in the story what's going on because we talked about like this is all. This is also nutty. You said, for, you know, for a Stephen King story, that's very quirky and it, it yes. doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It was, uh, how do you say, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I hadn't read the short story since I was quite a bit younger and I had forgotten most of it, but it's uh, it makes a lot more sense in the story. Cause oh, really? they Well, they go into the sub-basement and it's basically just, there's already rats like up in the picker room. And when they go into the sub-basement, all of the, because nobody's been down there in 12 years, mm-hmm. The rats have basically just become like a completely new ecosystem, and they've they've evolved into something different. So there's huge rats down there. There's other rats that are like albino and mm-hmm. climb up the walls and stuff. Then there's also then there's also giant bats. Oh. And then the the uh, they they come across the the mother rat basically. They're the queen of the nest, and she's the one that they described as having no arms or legs and no eyes, and basically she exists to just like breed. Thousands of more rats. I can breathe. <laughs> but, uh, it's a lot darker though, too. Yeah. Because like they go, they go down into this lair, and Hall keeps having this premonition of killing Warwick, mm-hmm. and he has no reason to. Like Warwick in the story is not that big of an asshole. Like he's just kind of a dickhead boss. But Wisconsin so is a man in the in the story, so oh. he's not he's not hitting on any women. Okay. And Nordello doesn't even exist in the in the book, so he's not beating on women. He's just an asshole boss, and Hall huh. just has these dark visions of something so bad then, happening to them. So when they go down there and they see that blind rat, he just takes the water hose and sprays Warwick over to her, and she eats him. And then Hall ends up dying on the way back out because he gets overpowered by all the rats and eaten oh, alive. Shit. So it's a very different story from what wow. you actually see in the movie. So then what is it with the adaptations then that change these darker stories to be very like B-movie campy? Yeah, campy. Because I was listening to this. I was I like, get this, is, this is like, why not it's a lot do, scarier than what Why not the, do them justice? Like, I don't know. That's weird. Then again, it was the 90s. So yeah. I guess you, you can literally just blame the 90s <laughs> on pretty much most of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So but. that's all I have for corrections. All right. So what are uh, what are we doing this week, James? All right. Well, it's our 100th episode, mm-hmm. so we decided to 
we decided to do something kind of fun today. Do things a little different. Yeah, we're not talking about any movies today. I mean, in a sense we are. We're talking about characters from movies. Mm -hmm. We decided to put together a, a list of 32 movie monsters from varying categories. And we put them into a, a bracket, a tournament bracket. A battle royale. A battle royale, if you were. A, 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 ter a tournament of terror. Ooh, and, I, like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that a lot. And we, uh, Mike has this cool little website pick, popped up where we put all the names in. Mm -hmm. And he scrambled them. And uh, we're pitting them against each other. And we're basically going to... Until gonna, there is one left. We're going to basically go through all the battles. Some of them will be quick. Some mm -hmm. of them will be a, have a little bit of discussion. And we're going to find out what comes out the other end as the, the top monster, if you will. Mm. So. We've all had some monsters come out the other end. <laughs> Maybe after our uh, hot sauce challenge episode. Oh, uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't so much a monster as much as it was a volcano. Oh, I woke up the next day after that Same. feeling pretty good. And then I made the mistake of, like, I wanted more hot sauce. Because, like, damn, some of those hot sauces mm. were really good last night. I did. And <laughs> by the end of, like, probably about, about 6 o'clock, I was just dying it sucked <laughs> yeah. well we all uh, the three of us have a group chat together that we discuss things for and so first thing in the morning I just sent a picture of a toilet with fire shooting out of it <laughs> and pretty Mike, much what it was and Mike Mike sent uh, a I was selfie fine, though. Mike sent a selfie of himself uh, you could tell he was in a bathroom stall <laughs> of just his face like resting in his hand like and sweating because <laughs> he was currently blowing not, fire there, out of his there were, um, sphincter there was a couple duck walks that day <laughs> so to leave that there oh man that was a rough day all but, right let's uh, leave the back end and let's get back <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Some so, monsters yeah, so, uh, so we're gonna go so we're gonna do this battle royale sorry go ahead yeah no i was saying we're gonna do this so battle. we're gonna do this bet which side but well, I, Continue. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so we're gonna do this battle royale. Won't you fucking do it? I will. I will murder you. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do this battle royale. Uh, we're gonna just pit up monster against monster, and uh, we're gonna decide. We're gonna discuss. See. Uh, make some points or whatever, and see who would come out the other end. And uh, shit, we're back to the other end. <laughs> but but now, thirty-two you, down to one. Now you winner will, take all. You will know this before you actually hear the episode. But in a couple days, we're gonna we're going to post the. Uh, the, the filled out bracket yeah. on our Instagram well, or the whatever. original the, the start of it at least right and uh, and we want you to fill it out mm -hmm. if you feel like it fill it out let us know what your pick is for the winner and then you can listen to the episode and play along with us and we might decide to if, if anybody win, if anybody wins if anybody has the same matchup mm -hmm. matchups as us and ends up with the same champion then maybe we'll be giving away a Oh, not a maybe. There will like be that. something. We're going to give away something. And if there's more than one person that wins, then it will be drawn out of a hat, whatever, between those people. But, uh, but yeah. Maybe, maybe some consolation prizes. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be something. So, anyway, uh, we're going to be... I'll send you a bucket of my tears for losing. <laughs> That's your consolation prize. We're going to be talking about that. <laughs> and also, tonight, since we like to drink beer on occasion... Uh, Mike went and picked up one of his favorite beers from favorite Founders. Beers. This is the Centennial IPA. Because uh, when you celebrate 100, you celebrate... The Centennial. The Centennial. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay, you're using that wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, so this is from Founders in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, get, ready to, get ready to bask in the glory of the Frothy Heads Floral Bouquet. Get ready to rumble. <laughs> Relish the citrus accents from the abundance of dry hopping. This is hard to read. This one's sweet yet balanced. Malty undertones shake hands with the hop character for a finish that never turns out too bitter. 
They uh, they sounded mostly like normal words to me, James. Why was it so hard? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting a slight glisten from the from the bottle. I can read. I can read. <laughs> I think that I, I I I listen back to these episodes and my voice sounds really stupid. I should start using the voice that I used for the episode 100. If it, if all it makes the you time. feel any better, that's nothing new. Shut up. <laughs> Shut I've up. You, I've known you for about like what uh, ten to ten years, ten or so. twelve years, something like mm-hmm. that. You've pretty much sounded stupid since the time that I've met you. <laughs> this, your favorite beer smells disgusting, Mike. Mm, right? Cheers, boys. Let's, let's give it a try. Yep. Mm. It's delicious. It's, it is It is sweet yet balanced. It is strong, balanced. and it's... Yeah, there's like a sweetness to it. It's, it's my favorite. It's still... IPA. It's not so... Like, because they have a session IPA called All Day... Mm-hmm. This is I I could I would say this is kind of a well, session too because it's not it's really not overpowering. Yeah, the difference is the Centennial though this is seven point two I believe, mm. whereas the All Day I want to say is like five six or something like that. Which five, is why it's a session. Uh, not not too much a fan. You're really? not a fan? No, it's got that certain beers have the taste like they were brewed with well water. Oh, taste that, and then tell me you don't taste well water. Now that you're taste. now that you're saying it, I know the flavor that, that you're. It's on, it's on the back end. I know what you're talking about. I don't mind it though. Because growing up in Bad Axe, I had a lot of friends and family who had wells, so I yeah. know that well water taste. Or like uh, there's there's one that did a pumpkin beer that was somewhere like by the Flint, Michigan area or something like that that is in a predominantly well water area, and it, it, it tasted like well water in their pumpkin beer. That was probably lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's>, I was <laughs> going to say, they probably shouldn't be making beer on there. <laughs> no. uh, not, to be ter- whole, not to be terrible, but it's actually true. That's a whole other debacle yeah. that we're not going to get into. Right. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what we are doing. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. I was going to steal it from you. Don't step on my toes, you son of a bitch. Let's get into the bleed feed. we got michael um all right uh we are going to cruise through this because i need to get to our um i i i nick excuse me i nicknamed our little uh nickety named i nickety named yeah our uh, our little thing tonight our little thing not not <laughs> your little what's what's the nickety name of your little thing mike mike's special friend <laughs> um <laughs> it's the movie monster battle league okay that's it movie monster battle league it's the, the mm mmbl the um okay Okay. It's the MMBL. All right. The Mabel. The, <laughs> the M- Mabel. Mabel. <laughs> All right. So uh, for news this week, uh, we got not too much. Uh, nobody died. That's good. Really? I, I'm, I hope I didn't miss anyone now. Well, that's because bad. 31 monsters are about to die. So mm, It's true. Okay. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned that Nicholas Winning Ruffin was starting his buynwr.com. Yeah. It is officially live. Nice. So he's got the... <laughs> I thought you were about to say it is officially canceled. <laughs> nope. 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 It, uh, it went live uh, either today or yesterday, something like that. Is there um, an app or is it just a website? It's just a website. Right. Now, when I went to it, I will say this. Um, maybe it was my computer. Maybe I needed to restart. But that website was slow. I think there's a lot of bandwidth going through there. And, well, uh, it's, everybody's excited well, for and it. Everybody's streaming. probably on there. Yeah. It's HD streaming movies. There's a lot. It's a very intense website. Right. Um, that being said, that could that could change, though. But uh, go to it. Check it out. There's, I think, five movies up right now. I'll be completely honest with you. I've never heard of any of them. So is that's he, not going to stop me from checking them out. Is he going to Is he gonna take donations or anything like that? Because I, Does he the, need them? Well, the more traffic you get, the the better your servers are going to have to be. And that's not cheap, you know. Then you get advertisers and like right. Shutter. How does Shutter do it? Well, it's right. a subscription. But, but yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Who knows? We'll but see uh, that's live. So check it out if you're a big fan of just, uh, indie, not indie, underground flicks. Maybe you've never heard of, you know, old, new, whatever. Or just uh, a, check it out. Or just a big fan of NR. NWR. NRRWRR. Okay, so this is very exciting. Eli Roth has a new television show coming out called History of Horror. It's going to be a six-part um, series of one-hour episodes that is going to be. Uh, it's going to take place on Sunday, October fourth at midnight is mm -hmm. when it's starting. Cool. And uh, basically, what this is, it's on. Um, it's on Sci-Fi, I believe. Somebody should look that up because I didn't write it down. It <laughs> makes sense. But I believe it's on Sci-Fi. Um, what this is is it's basically going to talk about different uh, uh, areas of the history of horror and how it affected. Um, like that decade's politics and mm. that way of life and it's how uh, soci like social the social aspects of horror <clears throat> and how and how the the social uh, things affected the horror movies and vice versa and this and that AMC AMC mm. gotcha yeah because sci-fi and horror don't go together <laughs> not at all <laughs> sci-fi is for sci-fi well I mean AMC's got what like Walking Dead and all that yeah Face Off nope that's not that's sci-fi. There's other stuff on AMC, it seems like, that's horror-based. Um, so here's know. the thing, though. This is why I'm excited about this. Uh, I purchased a book a little while back called The Horror Show mm -hmm. that is one of the greatest books I've ever read in my life. It's, most, um, it's mostly pictures. It's a picture book. <laughs> it's, uh, I can't read. No, it's actually, there's very little pictures in it, actually. Uh, it's it's And it's a big, thick book, James. I can read. Mm. Um, it is one of the most fascinating books I've ever read, though, because it literally starts from the very beginning, the very first horror movie ever made. Which was? And it, um, it was, uh, it was uh, uh, Frank, uh, Frankenstein. No. Frankenstein. Uh, uh, Thomas Edison's Frankenstein. Oh, Thomas Edison, yeah. There we go. I knew, mm -hmm. I knew it was Frankenstein. Uh -huh. uh, it was Thomas Edison's Frankenstein. It starts there, and it goes all the way up to the present day. And it talks about every single like area of American history and how horror affected it and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And this show reminds me of that book. And that book's absolutely incredible. If you've never heard it before, it's called the uh, it's called the Horror Show. Find it. I don't know if, it, if you you can probably get it on tablet or whatever. Either buy the actual book, buy it digitally, whatever. If you're a horror fan, you will not regret reading it. Yeah. And this they didn't pay me to say it. I wish they did, but. It's it's literally that good. So I will be an advocate for that book through, yeah. I didn't know they had picture books on Kindle. It's called <laughs> it's called Google Images. <laughs> um, but no, uh, so this show is called History of Horror, uh, October fourth on AMC. Awesome, look for it. Um, yeah, Stranger Things three news. Yes, we were right. Officially, it has been said that it is coming out summer of next year. Yeah, so they are yes. taking so they are taking more time off. Man, well, it's a no. much longer wait. It's <laughs> a so, long time. Yeah, it's a longer wait than between the first two seasons. But better be a damn good season then. They're saying this is the most ambitious and biggest season that they've ever done. Well, there's been two. So, but they've, they've done that. That they've done. I can't talk tonight. There you go. Just keep it going, buddy. Um, it's the biggest season they have done to date, though. And I, uh, the one of the producers actually stated. That has a very heavy. It's very heavily influenced by John Carpenter and other '80s directors. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, I hope to God that it's everything that we want it to be. It already kind of is. It already has that '80s aesthetic feel to it. So right. it's like, you know, hopefully it's just more of that. Yeah. And um, I'm excited. Take take all the time you need. If it's going to mean it's going to be a better season. Yeah. Take all the time you need. Right. Um, let's see here. Moving on here. Um, John Masari. 
you've talked about John Massari before, mm -hmm. the composer of Killer Clowns from mm -hmm. Outer Space. Yeah. He is taking his live to event show on the road, which is pretty awesome. Is he coming to Detroit? Uh there's no there's no dates for it yet. Mm. Uh basically the way that this works is that you can have them come to your town. You just need to be proactive in getting it there. Like you can sign up for your area to do it. And he doesn't even we, need... We've been burnt by something like I that know, before. I know, I know, I know. The thing is, from the stupid, sound of it, he's Leslie going to Vernon. be there for all of them, but you have the option of him conducting it, or you can have your own orchestra do it, <clears throat> which is kind of cool. You know somebody in the I, DSO. I got, I got an in with the DSO. <laughs> so you should make this happen. Hell yeah. That'd you be awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Uh, the Dickies are going to be there as well, I think, for at least some of the shows, which is cool. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's it's pretty awesome. A film screening with its original musical score performed live by your orchestra or symphony, by your option, to be conducted by Masari himself. And finally, to the delight of hardcore fans of the film, LA's very own original punk rockers, the Dickies, will perform their enduring classic theme song. Nice. So pretty awesome. So if you want some information on that, we'll uh, tweet it out or something like that. Tweet it out. Tweet the deets. Tweet the deets. Uh, James. Yeah. What do you got for blues? Ah, starting to, starting a new. No more blues. No more blues with Jew for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was never a good idea. No, honest. probably not. Uh, so you remember that the German company Turbine Media Group released John Landis's 1973 long out of print first feature film Schlock on Blu-ray earlier this year. Now Aero Video has announced that they will also be bringing it to Blu-ray in the U.S. and the U.K. In Schlock, Carnage, Terror, Banana Skins, the mighty prehistoric ape Schlock, Schlocktropus has emerged from hiding to embark on a full-scale rampage across the quiet Southern California suburb. The police are baffled, the army is powerless, the body count is rising, but when Schlocktropus encounters a kindly blind woman who sees beyond his grotesque visage, the homicidal Simeon, Simeon is presented with a chance at redemption. Extras include 2K restoration from original negative, commentary by John Landis and makeup artist Rick Baker, new and archival what... What? I'm going to punch you in the face. New and archival interviews. Reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Graham Humphreys. First pressing only illustrated collector's booklet features new writing on the film by none other than Joe Bob Briggs. That's, oh, very that's cool. the only part I was trying to get to. That's out, in the, uh, <laughs> that's out in the UK on the 15th of October and the US the 16th. Um, yeah, I know I said I wasn't going to do the special features and I just started reading <laughs> and it, it just, it didn't happen. Uh, Arrow Video also announced their upcoming 4K restoration Blu-ray of Lucio Fulci's City of the Living Dead. Mm. Widely regarded as a gory masterpiece in the genre, City of the Living Dead sees a medium having a mysterious vi vision of a priest hanging himself, a seemingly dead woman awakes screaming in her coffin, and in the sleepy New England town of Dunwich... A local girl vomits up her intestines, and a town misfit has a drill bit plowed into his cranium. Plowed. Plowed. <laughs> uh, these hallucinogenic, often grotesque visions punctuate a skeletal storytelling of a reporter and a psychic who must race against the time to prevent hordes of rotting corpses spewing forth from the gates of hell. Uh, there's a ton of extras for this, so I'll spare you from that. That's October 8th. Very cool. Uh, another release from Arrow Video on October 30th will be Sergio Martino's Torso with a mm. new 2K uh, restoration. I need to rewatch this movie. I own it on VHS. Um, and I remember when I first watched it, I didn't like it at all. Really? It was boring. I, I, just, I didn't get it. I don't think that I really understood how long European horror, though, at the time. Yeah, this is kind of... Isn't this considered I mean, Sergio like, Martino, a, so. like a giallo sort of... I, yeah, I guess you'd consider it that. Which I'm, I've never been super into 
Jalo yeah. movies. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sex maniac. Sex. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You got a you got a case of the memes tonight. A sex maniac <laughs> is prowling the streets of Perugia, Ooh. targeting picturesque university towns female students. Alarmed at plummeting life expectancy of the student body, Jane and her three friends eloped to a secluded country villa, only to discover that far from ha- but far from having left the terror behind, they've brought it with them. Oh no. Uh, that's an arrow one again, so I'm just going to go over to Bloody Disgusting if you want to know the details, because it's extensive. Uh, Masters of Horror? Oh. I'm sure that you like Masters of Horror. I do. Well, uh, apparently, a German company called, uh, Nameless Media actually did a very limited release of the entire series. Really? Like, earlier this year. And not a lot of people knew about it. No. Uh, it's very limited. It included, uh, there's there's three different forms of packaging you can get, including bust packaging that's designed to look like a headstone, uh, packaging that's designed to look like a Bible. So right up my alley. And, and artwork media book packaging. Uh, and there's actually some of those. St- it was a limited release. I think there was 222 of the bust, 333 of the Bible, mm-hmm. and 444 of the media book, and there's still some available. Really? Yeah. Are they so. expensive though? I'm not sure. I'll look into that. Uh, those it's might cool. be. They might not be region free though. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Scream, Fract- Scream Factory. <laughs> Scream Factory will be bringing the ni- the 1987 Roger Corman gremlins knockoff munchies as well as the 1992 sequel munchie to the to blu-ray and a two-pack set on november 27th do you want to know the all they have is the synopsis is for the movies do you want to hear uh 1987 munchies archaeologist simon waterman discovers the munchies while on an expedition in peru but simon's evil twin twin food entrepreneur cecil waterman won't let him enjoy his achievement. The snack food tycoon tries to abduct the munchies to destroy his brother's career and take over his property. These junk food junkies prove to be too much to handle as they begin to menace the residents of a small town in any way they can. Move over, ghoulies, ghosties, and things that go bump in the night. The munchies are here, and they are bringing the fun with them. And Munchie from 1992, which is a children's movie, which is kind of... Have you ever seen it? No. I used to watch this all the time with so my... So the sequel was a children's movie? Yes. Even though the original was like a horror movie? I mean, it was like a horror... Con- it was a Gremlins knockoff. Okay. So, but the the second one... I have not, I have not seen this. I, this. I've seen the Ghoulies flicks. This, those are fantastic. The second but... one is a straight up, like, kids movie. Me and my Weird. cousin TJ used to watch it all the time. Like Mac and Me? Uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> except for <laughs> except for uh, the, the, the creature is voiced by Dom DeLuise. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, no friends. This, the, the new school sucks and mom played by Lonnie Anderson, is a lo- is in love with a sleazy lawyer. Pretty bleak. That's how life looks to 10-year-old Gage, when suddenly in in his world pops the magical Munchie, played by Dom DeLuise. Munchie is the ever-hungry and hilarious, mysterious creature from another world who delivers flying pizzas and brings on the parties. With the help of Munchie and loony professor Cruikshank, Gage evens the score on his school bullies as well as his mom's boyfriend and has the greatest summer ever. Now, it's a sequel to Munchies, mm-hmm. but it's kind of in name only. Okay. So it's it's still about a little creature who likes to eat a lot and so cause like trouble. So it's like the European zombie movies? None kind of, them have yeah. anything to do Except with for it was still a Roger Corman production. <clears throat> that, sounds, so, that sounds like Roger Corman, though, to just capitalize on his own franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Make another movie. Uh, a couple more quick ones here. We've got uh, Arrow announced that they will bring the 1988 slasher Edge of the axe to blu-ray for the first time ever in 2019 with a brand new restoration in the film a masked serial killer is murdering people in a small town village with an axe a young couple unwillingly end up in the middle of the chaos and eventually become the next target 
Will they be able to catch the killer and reveal his, his or her identity, or will the town population reach zero? Next up is Found Footage 3D, which will finally be hitting shelves on Blu-ray and DVD after spending the past year or so on Shudder. Uh, in the film, a group of low-budget filmmakers sets out to make the first 3D found footage horror film, but find themselves in the first 3D found footage horror film when the evil entity from their movie escapes into their behind-the-scenes footage. You've watched that one before, haven't I you? I have seen it. How yeah. was it? Uh, good. Yeah? Yeah, wasn't my favorite. Um, wasn't my favorite movie ever, but uh, it was pretty good. You can expect that one on September fourth, and last but not least, Pamela Pierce Barcelo, the daughter of director Charles B. Pierce, is partnering with the George Eastman Museum to restore her father's nineteen seventy two film, The Legend of Boggy Creek. This will be the first time the film has ever been released on Blu ray, and they are currently working on a four K restoration from the original negative. Nice. Sorry, that was a lot of blues today. That was a lot of blues, but uh, you know what? That was a long story, but quite well told. <laughs> That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, what do you right, got? So on the heels of talking about John Masari bringing the Killer Clowns from Outer Space uh, live thing mm -hmm. to uh, your house or your local establishment. Your local um, music house? Suspiria, the original Suspiria, had a uh, soundtrack done by a band called Goblin. Now, Goblin is headed out on the road once again, and uh, in the U.S., where they're going to play the Suspiria score nice. in its entirety once again. Very cool. And also they're going to be playing they're going to be playing it with the movie. Oh sweet. So it's going to be alive with the movie uh that sounds awesome. The whole deal. Any dates yet? Uh yeah, there are dates. If you go online and look them up, there are dates. Uh they're they're only coming to Grand Rapids in Michigan though. Hmm. When? It's not that uh, it's in September, I believe. Mm -hmm. September or November, yeah, or something September's like that. filling up fast. Damn but uh, anyway, though, uh, and they're also going to be at those live events. They're also going to do a separate part of the show, and you know, do additional sets, right. you know, of their uh, other music. And Man, that sounds cool. Uh, so pretty cool. Goblin came around here not too long ago, within the last year or so, mm -hmm. and we missed them. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed because I really wanted to go. Watching but, uh, them actually play the Suspiria soundtrack to the movie would be yeah. amazing, though. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Um, okay, so to uh, round out our news for today, uh, this is I'm saving I saved this for you because I know that you'd be interested in it the same way that I was. Yes, you. Yeah. Um, our listeners, are you talking to our listeners? Because you're you're not pointing at James, but I save it save it for you, and that's the person listening. You guys the, out no, there. No, this is this is for James. This is for James. <laughs> this okay. is all for James. I was I was very confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> you complete me. Um, so Fantasia International Film Festival announced today uh, that they have, uh, well, they didn't announce this, but they have every year a, what they call a TBA screening. Mm -hmm. And basically they wait until like the 11th hour and they announce what this really special uh, screening is going to be. Yeah. Of a, it's probably, it's usually a movie that was a like big at Sundance, big at, you know, elsewhere. And they got it there. This year's screening will be Jonas Ockerlin's critically acclaimed Lords of Chaos. Oh, nice. Now, Lords of Chaos, if you don't know what it is, uh, it was originally a book that was all about the Norwegian black metal scene. Mm -hmm. So if uh, if you're not into Norwegian black metal, this book is not for you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't really need... Like, I don't listen to a lot of Norwegian black metal. I just saw the book, and I thought it looked interesting, and I read it, and it was interesting. That's fair. Because the it Norwegian... If you don't know anything about it, the Norwegian black metal uh, scene was absolutely crazy with, like... It, it's, like, the, the original church burnings and all that stuff that happened over in Europe right. way back in the day. It, that... It's like, you've got black metal nowadays, which is just normal dudes who dress in corpse paint <clears throat> and play music, but yeah. these guys were hardcore. They stabbed each other in the head, and they ate yeah. each other's brains, and they burned down uh, churches. Basically, like, they... death, uh, um, Metalocalypse 
is basically a right. parody of what death metal, right. Norwegian death metal is. It was literally, it was literally brutal. Yeah. Not brutal. just figured. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oddly enough, I didn't know this. Rory Culkin stars as Osteen Euronymous Arsneth. Really? Arseth. I can never say his last name. Really? But Euronymous, who was the guy that killed his singer. He stabbed him in the stabbed head, Stabbed him right? in the and head. ate his brains? And, yeah. See the guy? Ate the, I believe, ate I believe that's the guy, yeah. Pretty that's crazy. Gnarly. Rory Culkin, of all people, though. I can see that. He's got he's got a little bit of a darkness to him. Because mm-hmm. he was, uh, spoiler alert, he was the killer in Scream 4. Remember that? <gasps> <gasps> oh my god Ermigerd Okay, uh, do you want me to read a uh, synopsis on this yeah. For anybody who is interested uh, Based on truth and lies This propulsive dramedy depiction Of the exploits of the death metal obsessed Of the death obsessed late early Late 80s early 90s Norwegian black metal scenes Most notorious bands That is a run on sentence <laughs> uh, Mayhem and Burzum uh, Is at once a poignant exploration of uh, youth alienation and a rambunctious taboo-smashing assault on the senses. Starring a fantastic Roy Calkin as Olstein Euronymous Arseth and Emery Cohen, I'm not sure who that is, as Varg Vikernes. Uh, Lords of Chaos is a startling and surprisingly funny piece of work that drips charisma and blood. It comes from you in a dark but soulful place, telling the tale of lost boys who want to be evil but have only got partial directions to the specific kind of hell they seek. I don't think that's entirely accurate because these guys kind of were evil. Well, I think this they is killed a, each other. <laughs> I think this is a different looking duo. This is they not said, like a, they just said dramedy too, so well, it's yeah, going to be so like this, more of a light. It's based light on the, look at it. It's based on the book, but I think that it's more. It's not a documentary. It's more what it might have been like. Right. I guess I don't know. Right. <clears throat> if you ever seen Deathgasm and the way that the uh, the guys in Deathgasm act, like they're like these black yeah. metal guys, yet they're eating ice cream with the cute girl on the bench. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> If you haven't seen Deathgasm, watch it because it's it. amazing. It's fantastic. Uh, anyway, that uh, that is it for your news. Boom! That was the news. Yeah. 100. All right. So anyway, we're going to take a break and gather our gather our little monsters and bring them back and let them play with each other. One, one could say... <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. For the uh, the MMBL. Yes, that's what we're the Mabel. The, the, ma- the, ma- the Mabel. <laughs> the multi male butlickers. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean Saturday? That's like, that actually sounds a lot like the porn that we saw in uh, the, or the that was on our TV in Chicago. Oh yeah, well me and me and Mike. Well, the, I'm glad I wasn't in Chicago with you. <laughs> well, Mike and I the like so we took his switch to Chicago with us just in case we we're. In the room at some point, we might want to play some Mario Kart or some You Don't Know Jack. But bef- uh, as we were hooking up the <laughs> the Nintendo Switch, we figured we better peruse the porn as well. So have to. some pretty good titles. Oh my god! They're... Like my uh, 
my wife is being wrecked by 19 inches of whatever. Yeah. Thir- 13 inches of Mandingo <laughs> Day. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like the longest titles. There. Oh my God, we were, I was dying. Oh, uh, it was some pretty good stuff. Telling your wife those titles was my favorite part, I think. Yeah. Watching her reactions <laughs> to Hopefully my mother-in-law never hears this episode. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are going to start this up. The way that this is going to work is uh, we have, uh, we've put in all 32 of our starting... Uh, combatants and uh the, the system has, has automatically randomized them mm-hmm. and uh so this is how it's gonna work i picked uh, we all picked an equal amount of characters mm-hmm. so when uh when two characters come up whoever chose them is going to be fighting on their side on their <laughs> behalf i feel like the third person can still jump into the conversation but it's if we if we reach a deadlock where two of us the two of us who are really battling it out can't concede that third person person. becomes the judge right now if in later rounds if it becomes where there's two of like say yours for example two of my guys there's two of james's guys then we then uh justin and i will will pick one and then the other person will fill the judge role right it's how that's gonna work right and uh we're gonna keep going down until there's only one winner yeah and uh, i'm looking at the list right now some of these are doozies really in good and bad ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it so, then. So uh, the first one, uh, round one. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a James pick. Okay. Scott Howard. Scott Howard. Teen Wolf himself. Teen Wolf. Wow. This is... Uh... Going up against Toby, the demon from Paranormal Activity. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. And fight. <laughs> this is like the worst matchup for the first one. All right, so Toby was uh, was Jay's, right? That's it. Yep. Okay. Well, this is a bad matchup. I mean, he's... I'm... How do you fight this? How do you fight it? <laughs> Hit me as much as you want. You're not right. going to hurt me. Well, first of all, oh, we didn't... Can, did we cho- did, are we going to choose who has home court advantage? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, that was your thing. So okay, so we're gonna we're gonna flip this bottle cap to find out who has home court advantage. Okay. Mine is literally a home court. Mine would be the the Beacon Town. Uh, high school basketball court. That's where my fight would take place if I had the choice. Yours would be any court can be my home town. Home court. I'm a ghost. Your preferred place would be the, the feathers. House. The Featherston household, yep. right? Yep. Very so true. okay. So uh, so brood for us is going to be inside his tails. Inside the outside. Brood for us is mine, and the founders is his. Right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, in the house. All right, we're in the house. Okay, so here's the advantages of Scott Howard. He can kind of, he like he's not like other he's not like other werewolves where it has to be a full moon. It, his is based completely on his hormonal changes and stuff that he's going through. He can switch into a werewolf at any time. Mm. Now, how does being a werewolf though protect you from a demon? Well, I feel like it, most people, most werewolves seem basically indestructible. I mean, really, the only thing you can do to a werewolf to kill it is a silver bullet. And where is Toby going to get a silver bullet? Uh, I don't know. From the the ghost gun guy. From the ghost gun guy. <laughs> but at the same time, how is the werewolf going to kill a demon? <laughs> you can you can hit me. You can throw your silver bullets at me. You this can... is a tough matchup. You want to weigh jump, in here? Can I yeah. jump in here? Yeah. I feel as though, you know, Scott Howard's a man. Demons take over men. So the demon could totally take over Scott Howard while <laughs> he's a man. And just kill himself. I have an ace up my sleeve. Scott Howard has two very good friends, Boof and Styles. Yeah, Boof. They named <laughs> they named a character Boof in the eighties. That's uh, it's crass. But uh, 
he can call on them at any point in time and they'll show up to be right by his side. So what they do is he calls Booth and Styles, the demon jumps into one of them, and while it's in human form, he destroys it. But the demon may be smarter to just burn the entire house down before anything ever even happens. So damn it, I think. And werewolves have a lot of hair; they're very flammable. I don't think I stand a chance in this one. I I feel as though the demon can take over the werewolf, man. I'm I'm just being honest with you. It's a pretty tough one, but I I don't see another alternative to where, except for what you said about killing a silver bullet. Only kills a werewolf when it's in the stage of a werewolf. Yeah. When he's just a man, he's just a man, he's, baby. But he can switch back and forth at will. Not if he's a demon. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to be fighting for no, Jay here, but I was. I'm I think ki- this is pretty clear. I'm kind of sad to see Scott Howard go out this early, but I think I'm going to concede this one. I'm All sad right. too. That's a, that's a, that's a toughie. I'll, a, I'll give you a gentleman's answer. Right. It's a good match, buddy. The winner. Match. The winner is Toby. Toby from uh, from Paranormal Activity. I never even knew that his name was Toby. It, well, I just name. I just looked. At, that's the name that Katie Featherston gives to him in the movie, or actually in the third one. Oh, okay, right, so, right. Um, that's that's a that's a big disappointment for me. I was looking forward to fighting with Scott Howard a little more in later rounds. I still love you, to- Toby. <laughs> Toby's <laughs> friends. Toby's gonna be a tough one to beat. You know. Right. Yeah. So the first, uh, so the first uh, uh, battle of round one is over. Damn Toby's it. the winner. Damn it, Moving Scott. on to the second battle, it is you two again. Yeah. We have Bruce, oh Brucey, oh Brucey, Master of the Seas from Jaws, <laughs> and uh, Juggernaut from Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> I have no idea how this is gonna play out. So we, I, I think we explained earlier. We pick, we each picked from like varying categories. So oh, we, actually, I don't think we did explain that. We should probably. Well, do that. I said that we picked from varying well, categories. Here's the categories we picked from. Each one of us picked one from uh, an alien, a bug monster, a killer animal, a demon, a ghost, a vampire, a zombie. A what we called a magic dealer, somebody that deals in the dark oh, arts, warlocks, magic. witches, uh, stuff like that. Yep, a werewolf, our favorite slasher, and then there's a couple wild cards couple thrown wild in to cards. fill out the uh, to fill out the card. Now you might be wondering why no kaiju, and that should be, well because they went out. That should be pretty obvious <laughs> because if you have like Godzilla or Mecha Godzilla or like one of the one of the kaiju from uh, from what the hell is it Pacific Rim? Yeah, yeah, they're obvious. I'll, Excuse I'll, me. They're obviously just gonna. Whoa, they're gonna be able to stomp anybody out. So I'll have you know, when we originally did have a kaiju option here, because we did. Yeah. Mine was totally going to be the Megazord from Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> All right. So uh, round two. All so right. we have Bruce versus Juggernaut. We have Bruce versus Juggernaut. So obviously Bruce's uh, preferred arena is going to be the ocean. The ocean. Now which ocean though? I would say the Pacific, the Pacific Ocean. I would have said the ocean. And mine would. uh, I want because I'm a shark. Mine, mine. I'll just go with where they originally found the Juggernaut in Thirteen Ghosts, which is the junkyard. Yeah, lots of lots of piles of cars he can tip over, lots of uh, weapons he can use. So, yo, James, flip that coin. Flip that coin. So, Founders is going to be the ocean, and the inside is going to be the. yeah, uh, the the junkyard. He did it so we can't see it. You, know? <laughs> you notice that, right? It's He's founders. cheating now. James is cheating already. It, it's found. Second battle. So you're fighting in the ocean. I'm fighting in the ocean. But oh here's, shit! Here's where I feel can like a ghost I have... go in the ocean. Well, I mean, a zombie can, according to. That's true. To the uh, what is that Land, zombie? Land two? of the Dead. Oh, just... zombie two is yeah. where they fight the shark. That's true. Now Land of the dead, they walk through the water. Now you might be in trouble here, Jay, because if it was any other one of my picks and we ended up in the ocean, 
I might have been in trouble, but this is a ghost. Yeah, the ghost isn't going to drown. Ghost can't drown. So basically, I just grab a swordfish and I stab you with it until you're dead. That's pretty much right. Ugh. So like, if it, can a shark bite a ghost? Like, and it's is, okay. is Juggernaut like like? Does he have flesh? I don't is think he, so. Uh... That's the weird thing about the ghosts in Thirteen Ghosts, though, is they can they can interact with the things around them a lot. But but, but can but ghost... can the people interact with them? But according to ghost lore, can't ghosts like like focus on something and actually make something knock over or whatever like they focus their energy oh of yeah but but you can't attack the ghost with like you can't hit the ghost and hurt it right you know so i think um I so think... you probably would see I, I was gonna if we were gonna be on land in your home court i was gonna say that well my shark was gonna de- develop a series of breathing apparatuses <laughs> with kelp <laughs> and stalk you <laughs> it, it, it might it might it might not give me a long time but what a minute four four and a half whatever <laughs> Hour? Hour 45? Sure. <laughs> and, and now we're hungry. We got a taste for meat. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm going to... I'm a hunger shark. I'm probably going to give it to you on this one to say that the ghost, even in the water on home court, is probably going to kill the shark. All right. All man. right. Hey. The juggernaut wins. We're tied. One we're more, tied. my man. Uh, Ooh, all right. What do we got be, for, for round the Round two is going to be pretty interesting. To round be two is going to be interesting? All right. I'm finally in up on this and, one. And all right. Before you read it, if anyone else disagrees with our... Oh yeah, by all things, means. we would love to hear your thoughts on why the other you think should win. 100%. Absolutely, and That'd hopefully, awesome. and hopefully, you took the 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 bracket that we posted, and you're you have already filled it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully, if you, you got don't... a problem with it? Call us out. Yeah, argue with us. Absolutely, we'll bring you on the show. Yeah, if you're local, all day long, or you can buy a plane ticket because we ain't paying for that. We're not shit. paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, what do we got next? So the next one up is uh, the Gin from Wishmaster. Oh, that's mine. Against my pick, Lori, the werewolf from Trick or Treat. Ooh, man. Oh. That one's rough. All right. So, I, I feel like this comes down to two things. Either, if you don't ask the djinn to grant you wishes, yeah. then the djinn can't do a whole lot to you. Right. Now granted, now, granted, it's still like a being and still do stuff, but will the djinn be able, and I know, I know your answer on this, mm-hmm. but will the djinn be able to... Not get down with the sexiness that is Anna Paquin, because that's her <laughs> secret weapon. So this is what it comes down to: Can the gin? Well, if is the gin, if the gin is anything like me, uh, he doesn't think Anna Paquin is sexy. But if he's anything so. like me, <laughs> I think Anna Paquin is sexy as hell. So not that she's not a great actress. My point is, though, we we are not part of this equation. But does, she's not. What? Does the, uh, what? <laughs> is the gin a softy for pussy? That's really the question. <laughs> That's this is what it's coming down to. Okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, the Jin, it's it, he's he's very manipulative. So the question is, will would he be able to convince her to make a wish? Because that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but she's but she lures the whole point in Trick or Treat though the whole movie you think she's innocent, and they lure her and her sisters lure these guys back to their turf right in order to double. Not double team, but double cross them. <laughs> or double team. Yeah. Uh, double cross them. So they're luring the Wishmaster in. Like, so what if she... Is he brought... even is he even capable of being lured, though? I don't know. Does he have a penis? <clears throat> well, here, <laughs> here let's let's ponder another another thing here about werewolves. Does anybody... I, I mean, I know what we would answer. Like, being a werewolf would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But in the movies are the people who are werewolves really that happy about being were- werewolves oh, not they are. usually they are 
I rewatched the, the this the segment today to make sure I knew exactly what I was talking about. They love it. They got like the ritual at the end. She's like, "It's my first time," and she's ripping off his clothes, and they're ripping off their skin, and they're all werewolfy. That's true. She's she's Same. a good she's a good one for this because I would say like in any other instance with any other werewolf, mm -hmm. most of them don't want to be werewolves. I know, but they she do, actually they does love it. Yeah. So so, so I'm saying like. Can the djinn, though, can the djinn convince her to make a wish that he can use against her? Mm. That's the thing. Well, the I, other... I kind of feel like the power of manipulation is on the side of the werewolf, and I'm not just saying that for mine. But, the other, but, but the other thing is, can the djinn be killed? Sure he can. How? Sure he can. How? By being eaten by a werewolf. That's... I'm pretty sure that if somebody eats you and you get digested, you die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might come back to life after they shit you out or something like that. Jay, what do you think? Weigh in here. Uh, so basically, a, a genie, it's but he's not. Coffee. But he's not like he's not like the genie in Aladdin, where no. he's like this, you know, like the like a like a, a genie in its in its uh, traditional sense is almost kind of a ghost in a way because they're they seem they're technically indestructible. Yeah, they are. But like I said, a werewolf. A, just because you're indestructible doesn't mean that you can't get ripped limb from limb. Uh, I feel uh, like that's what werewolves do well. A werewolf is another supernatural being, so could one supernatural being, mm, very true. Uh, you know, like is uh, extinguish another supernatural being? What do you think, Jay? Well, I think the genie could the genie grant a wish to the genie. No, I know cannot grant no, his own wish. That is against. I learned that from Aladdin. And, <laughs> and could the genie grant a wish? to the werewolf that the werewolf didn't wish for or could he no, force no, him to say no. something no i could think he, i think no, he only could trick her. He could i think trick only her, through his powers that, of manipulation yeah, can he I don't, do that I, I, but i'm pretty sure that her powers of manipulation based on her character might be better than his i'm just saying like he could she could make him think that she was uh, I mean, like falling for it and exactly. then and I mean, then just the like transform movie, and eat him you think she's innocent until the very end of the movie yeah or is there is there other people in this area that hate this werewolf that comes around and kills all their puppies and kittens and <laughs> the guy's like, Hey Jenny I wish that werewolf was dead Now if that was the case, but I mean I mean maybe. Oh. But who's who's got the home turf on this one? Did oh we, we didn't that out? Oh yeah, we didn't figure that out, did we? <laughs> I gave you a coin. Actually, uh, yeah, you gave me a <laughs> coin Here, and let's, then we didn't put this. Can okay, be the all right, so so heads is what's what's her uh, Laura would arena? be the, the neighborhood. The neighborhood and mine would basically just be anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> but if we're in her neighborhood, I yeah. I might be screwed. Uh, I'm heads. It is heads. Okay, so it's my neighborhood. So your neighborhood she's around so... my sisters. So all of my sister, right. my werewolf sisters, are surrounding and manipulating. This gin thinks he's going to be knee deep in gin. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think you're. I think you're <laughs> right. If we're in your neighborhood, or actually, you're right. That was that was a good point. She could just have one of her sisters yell out a wish. Right. And her but sisters his, could be like, "Hey, kill yourself." But his wishes. You said earlier before we started recording, his wishes are always kind of the the tail of the monkey's paw sort yeah, of thing. Like yeah. his wishes never turn out the way that you want them to turn out. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how he does. He eventually die in the series. It's been he a gets, long he time. He gets re-put back I... into the opal. So in the, could, in the first could, movie. So could somebody yell, "Hey, I wish that you were back in your opal." Well, what they could do, they uh, the way that he dies in the first movie, or gets put back into the opal in the first movie, is that somebody wishes that the person that originally opened it never found it. There you go. But if she's Would on her own turf, though, all of her sisters aren't going to do that. Right. All right. So, we, all right. We, so we, we need. Wait, so, but I think that if if you're on the werewolf turf. Mm -hmm. 
that they could trick the genie into getting someone to uh, open the lamp to get the wishes, you know, to be able to get uh, have wishes granted, and then they could wish that the genie goes away, wish that our entire civilization is taken somewhere else and we're safe, and then so, the genie has to grant that. So you make, so, you make the call. So I would say that the werewolves would be able right. to win. Werewolf werewolves it is. All right, done. What's her name? Lori? Lori. Lori. All right. That's the one. All right, what's our next matchup? All right, uh, let me enter the score here. Lori gets one point. Submit score. Just one point for all that? Come that's on. It. That's, how, that's how you move on. <laughs> all right, next is, uh, ooh, two of mine. Ooh, so okay. So who wants, who wants one? Uh, tell, the, us, tell us what they this are. This is the matchup between uh, the ghost with the most, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. And the spider with the lighter. The spider insider. Lavalangela. <laughs> <laughs> we got Lavalangela versus Beetlejuice. I'm I'm just going to... This is, this is so much more fun than I ever thought <laughs> it was going to be, by the way. I'm just going to end this one immediately and say Beetlejuice has got this one. But it's lava. I, the spider literally shoots lava out of its mouth. I'm going to interject and say Beetlejuice is already dead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the Beetlejuice. So He's Beetlejuice was your choice. ghost choice. Yeah, yeah. And Who who's who's gonna fight on behalf of Beetlejuice? Pick you, one. You want to fight or you want me to? Go ahead. Okay. okay. Well, first of all, let's flip for home 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 turf. So, all right. So Beetlejuice would be like his like. Uh, I got your back though. In the in the dollhouse or the the. Uh, the uh, diorama. Well, there's also that place though where the worms come up. Oh no, he doesn't like it there. You're he right. Hates he doesn't it like there. it there. So okay. we're gonna so say the house. diorama is lava lantula is L.A. <laughs> Mike <laughs> would try to mind trick you to get you to go where the worms <laughs> are what at. A prick. Shut up, <laughs> Jay. Oh, sandworms would have been a good choice for animals. Sandworms would have been good. <laughs> That's basically what I picked. No, that was bugs. Okay, so heads. Uh, heads is beetle. Heads juice. is the diorama and yep. And tails is L.A. Yep. What do we got? It is L.A. Oh, Man. dang. Okay, so does Beetlejuice... I mean, Beetlejuice has powers everywhere he goes, though, right? He's not stuck to the house. I don't know, though. Or is because he stuck to I, the house? He might be. Is because, the house in L.A.? Well, because, I mean, if you if you follow if you follow the, the typical rules of ghosts, ghosts are kind of anchored to where they That's died. True. That's true. You know what I mean? So, so let's can, just pretend that the house is in L.A. Sure. Right? That's the only way these two are ever going to meet, so... Absolutely. So uh, here's the way I figure it. Lot Lancho is gonna burn down the fucker's house, and uh, guess what? He has no subdivision to live in anymore. But he's already dead. He's so a ghost. He go? Then he goes to the waiting room, the eternal waiting room, <laughs> and that and that's all there is to it. <laughs> Boom. I Put feel okay. Here's here's my thing. I think the only way to beat Beetlejuice is with a sentient being, somebody who can outsmart him. But I have lava. I will burn that person to There's, a crisp. You're gonna no. You're not. He's not a person. He's a he's a ghost. So he's a pretty... sentient being. Yeah. Yeah. How my how is my lava not going to kill the sentient being? No, I'm I'm saying I'm saying the only way to beat Beetlejuice is mm -hmm. with another sentient being, like somebody who so? can somebody who can outsmart him. Yeah. <laughs> he can set. You, you think that he can set his uh, I, sandworms on the on the lava lantula and kill him? No, I don't know. It's just like you can't like you you he's impervious to almost everything. You have to outsmart him. That's the only way to beat Beetlejuice. So you have to have like a, a somebody with spiders are pretty dumb, aren't they? You have to have a, like somebody with lucid thought and the powers of manipulation you to know beat what? him. I will I will concede to that. I will concede to that. So like I said, spiders. The spider might have a fire full of ass or an ass full of fire. <laughs> <laughs> might have an ass. A full. fire full of ass. 
That's uh But you're right though. Easily killed by somebody smarter. Yep. Alright, I'll give it to you. Alright. Thank you. Let me put this in here. Because wasn't the who who killed the Lavalancha and was that a Joe Dante movie? Uh no, that was no, Mike uh, Mendez. Or, uh, Michael Mendez. And Mendes, yeah. um what's his name? Uh 80s action star extraordinaire killed the Lavalangela. I don't know. Um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember his name for some strange reason. Bruce I know Willis, it. No, Wesley Snipes. No, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yep, doesn't matter. We'll at look all. It Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. All right, Beetlejuice. so Beetlejuice wins that round. Ooh, next up is myself and Jay. Okay, Ooh. let's do it, boys. So we got uh, this is my wild card versus right. Jay's vampire. I think I got you, Beetlejuice, buddy. So we got David know. from the Lost Boys. Okay. Against the Giver. The Giver. Okay, okay. Let me so say it hold again. on. Hold maybe, on. If, maybe if you said MacGyver, <laughs> I'd maybe give you a little bit of. I don't know. MacGyver might be able to. MacGyver might be able to take on David from the Lost Boys. That's true. Now David from the Lost Boys was Keeper Sutherland, yep. right? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. So we've got. Do you, what's your What's your arena of choice? They They were just in there. Their underground it lair. Was Gutenberg. Sorry. What? Steve Gutenberg. Ah, That's the guy go. that killed yep. the avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, well, so if Steve Gutenberg can <laughs> take him out, I'm pretty sure Beetlejuice can. Sorry, go ahead. They were just in like their underground lair, like the sewer they, lair. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I don't. I don't think what it was had the a name. area where they just, dropped, like they let go and they fell for. Well, that, ever, that, that was like that was from off off of uh, the train tracks. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's been a bridge. I've seen it. Okay. Um. So we'll say the underground lair. Yeah. And the then, Giver is just like like the south. Central. He's area. on the he's on the beat. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So heads is the underground layer. Tails is the Giver area. Look, it is. What the hell is that? Heads or tails? It is tails. Oh, the Giver territory. Giver. I mean, apparently, honestly, there's not a huge difference. So they're both just cities. Expl so explain the attributes then. The uh... well, the Giver is the Giver is a an alien suit mm -hmm. that basically uh, a guy finds mm -hmm. and the Giver takes him over, kind of like Venom. It's like, it a, like a symbiote. Like a symbiote sort sort of, of, yeah. Okay. It, that's probably the easiest way to describe it. If you've never seen so the Giver he's, movies, he's human, incredible. Michael. It's now, Ninja Turtles, the horror movie. Or now, uh, Power Rangers, rather, the horror movie. Now, what kind of means does he have to dispatch people? Martial arts and alien weapons. Martial arts and alien weaponry. Yep. And versus... Michael. He's still a human, Michael. Oh, he, he can... He can uh, What's that, what's that called? Keeper Glassing? Sutherland uses a lot of the, the Michael, yeah. because obviously there's Michael as a main character. So and already he's coming out with the intimidation The Glimmer, factor. that's what it's called. The Glimmer? Is that they what they fly. call it with vampires? <laughs> Isn't that what the Glimmer. Is that from Twilight? The, <laughs> I think it's from worms, like, True Blood Michael. or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, could feed you Chinese a, food with worms. Could a vampire glimmer an alien suit, though? Is the alien suit more... Oh, that's what you're talking about. Like yeah. where they can... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, it might like not be the right term. Like the mind trick kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it, it depends. Does your alien have garlic? Because in Lost Boys, they fill up their water guns no, with the, the garlic but water and they. He speaks Gaelic. Does that <laughs> speak Gaelic? <laughs> I don't know if he does or not. But he might learn it for this battle. <laughs> um, will Will an alien technology like will this Will this sentient alien technology be aware of the fact that it needs uh? A crucifix or garlic or a wooden stake to well, he's take, not going to take not out a vampire. His, he's not going to not do his uh, due diligence if he's entering into a fight. Because simple here's, martial arts and alien weaponry might not take care of a, a well, vampire. Here's the deal. If you're looking at this picture right here, the Giver does have a giant spike on his elbow that he does use as a weapon. And all you need to do is spike a damn vampire in the heart. 
uh, with wood. Has to be a wooden stake. It's true. And I'm guessing that he's alien, got a very, a, very... alien technology is not made out of wood. <laughs> he's got a very, <laughs> very low quality suit. <laughs> he just used wood. He's got a very pointy dick. Came, How about that? He came from a lumberjack galaxy. Um, okay, uh, so that doesn't work then. So I can't kill him by, by, by sticking him in the chest with my elbow. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. Um, can you kill a vampire by like beating the shit out of him? Nope. Because vampires are also very strong. Very strong. Ooh, man, I this know. is. I think is you. Tough. I think if you remove a vampire's head, but usually, mm. typically, you have to. I mean, like traditionally, you have to uh, stake them in the heart and then remove the head. I don't know. I watched a lot of Buffy. You could just cut off their head. There was a lot of just straight cutting off the heads, and that spike in all fairness on his arm is a blade. So I think it comes down to hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's hand-to-hand -hand combat, and honestly, I'll be honest with you. I'm fighting for my guy. I think the Guyver's got it. He's like a martial arts expert when it comes to hand-to-hand -hand combat. What do you got? What's your What's your final say? Just saying. Well, the try, uh, try to appeal to me. I, here. I can fly. Can the Guyver fly? I don't think so. He can so. jump really high. He can jump high, but he can't he can fly. Jump high, but he can't fly. Like David can fly as high as he wants. So but he could, that means so he could, so he could be raining down blows from above, and the guy could do nothing about it. All that means is that David is that David can be a pussy and run. That's what that means. But he can fly up and he can come down and wham! Like I just said, raining down right blows. into the blade of the Giver to cut off. His and head. he's incredibly strong too. <laughs> he could. So if the, if you guys are in uh, a, a major city, he could like go up to the top of a building and rip off an air get air conditioning unit and drop it on the Giver. And the and the but the Giver also can be out during the day because he can take his suit off and be a human. Well, David in Lost Boys rides a motorcycle. The Giver. He might have. The Giver, though. Rides ride, a spaceship. Rides a spaceship. I would I'd, I'd say that. Regardless if it came down to hand to hand combat, oh, I'd man. have to say that probably him having the spike yeah. is probably uh, a, it's a big game thing. changer. Yeah. yeah. I almost want to find a way to fight that, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, if he gets up to him and just does a quick Be, elbow that the he's, head, he's Being off. that he's an intel intelligent alien life form, he'd probably figure out a way. He's got armor too, though. So right. even if even if David came at him with like a weapon, yeah. the suit is armor. Yeah, you know? I think I think that's the final nail. That's it. Yeah, we're you gonna give it, this Michael. one to the Giver. All yeah. right, Giver gets it. Submit score. Nice battle, though. Not bad. That was that was a good one, boys. If you didn't have I'm that like, spike, it's, it's almost like they were meant to pair up together uh -huh. with that spike <laughs> on the shoulder. Uh, okay, this is a fun one. This is another me and Jay. All right, another one. And I have no idea how this is going to work. You have the Scolari brothers from, from Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, 2. The ghosts yes. versus the Anaconda <laughs> from Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I No, there's no choice. The Scolari brothers got it. Yeah. Because they got electricity. Yep. They can shock the, the snake. You can't, yeah, you the, can't python wrap a... A ghost. You can't do and it. And even it, if he tries, they're electrified. It would be a funny battle. It. it would be it cool. Would be really funny. It'd be fun, It'd be fun to watch. Snake going, no. I'm, I'm so disappointed because I wanted my no. I wanted my anaconda to go so far, but I think he's just fucked. Like, we got this. Like even if we even if we flipped for the area, it doesn't matter. It's it, I think it, it this, doesn't matter. This one goes to the Scolari. No, yeah, I guess because the snake would survive in whatever area you bring it to. Yeah. Well, I mean, but still, he'd be screwed because if the Scolari brothers got a hold of him, they'd just shock the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Damn. Yep. Damn you. Dunzo. John Voight died for nothing. <laughs> That's fine because his accent was terrible in that movie. Oh, my God. All right. All right now what do we, we got have, next? Ooh, this one's interesting. Azazel. Azazel from your, the movie Fallen. Choice. 
which was my demon pick versus. This is going to be an interesting battle. Yeah. Against Gary Oldman's Counter Dracula. Ooh, rough. Wow. Okay, this one might come down to the. Explain what Azazel is for Azazel. those. That, Azazel, for those that don't shit know. Right. Sorry. So Azazel uh, from the movie Fallen, featuring um, uh, Denzel. Denzel Washington and uh, John John Goodman, Elias Coteus, Donald Sutherland. Uh, basically, this is a, a demon who can travel through the sense of touch. So, mm -hmm. if if he's inhabiting a body at the time, all he has to do is touch another person. And he travels into their body. So if he's in a heavily populated area, it's very easy for him to move very fast. True. And then also, if the host body is killed, he has, he can live outside of a outside of a body for about a quarter mile. Mm -hmm. So he can travel and try and find. So if, like I said, if he's in a heavily populated area, it's pretty hard to beat. Let's flip for um, supremacy here. Right. So heads is Dracula, tails will be. Uh, is heads is straight yeah and this is this is what might screw me because heads will be dracula which will basically be a, a big in, in his, dusty castle yep. with basically nobody else in it mm, not necessarily though, because in this movie there are lots of yeah, female that's, uh that's true cohorts that's true in the castle and mine will be a heavily populated metropolis here we go it is the heavily populated metropolis. <laughs> well, I'm dead then because Dracula can't go out in the light. Well, I mean, it could be at night. It could be at night. Okay, it's true. But even still, uh, I'd say that Azazel, being an ancient demon, has a a, a pretty good idea of how other. Because let's face it, vampires are demons. Yep. And he's a demon, so he probably has. Well, vampires are, are the demons. They're. Demon ask, I would say. I'd say vampires are. Demons, I'd say vampires are demons, personally. Yeah, I don't know. But he probably has a, a a working knowledge of how to dispatch other demons, and I'm guessing he knows in order to kill a vampire, you would need a wooden stake or garlic or whatever. He could the literally hell. just so he could go just from person to person, grab a tree limb, stab me in the back. Exactly. So Damn. I think I got this one. I mean, I could like fly away, I suppose, but let's just keep away at that but point. But he's so old in that movie. But he's so old. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm Dracula. <laughs> My teeth will bite you. Realistically speaking, do you think you stand a chance in this one at all? Yeah. Uh, because I could even. I love Dracula. And I, I love could... Gary Oldman's Dracula. Don't get me wrong. He's he's fantastic. But outside of his castle, I just don't think he's got a chance. Also, I hate to say it. Also, Azazel can technically, if I if Azazel was inhabiting a body and I could get close enough without you killing, well, not even even if I was outside of the body, I can go into Dracula and then just kill myself. But here's here's a. Here's one for you. What? What if Azazel took over Dracula's body, mm -hmm. but then killed himself? That's what I just said. Oh. So Dracula's body would die, and then Azazel would just come out but of the body that, and be but, able but to go back into But that was how they it. tried to kill Azazel in the movie, though. They were going to kill the guy whose body he was in. Yeah. So they would both technically die at that point. No. Yeah. No. Uh, the, oh, he because took him out the woods. he took, took him the out woods. to the woods yep, where yep, he thought because yep. he knows he knows yep. that Azazel right. can only You're travel right. like a quarter mile, so he You're took right. him way out into the boonies. All right, listen, I'm gonna give it to you. Yep, thank you. I'm gonna give it to you. All right, next round. Azazel's got it. Who do we got here for the next round? All right, so this I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> um, this is a Justin versus Justin pick. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. We Saucy. have spiders from Arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. So, well. The big spider, the one that kills John Goodman, 
like we'll use that guy as the main, right? I'll actually, I'll, spiders. I'll actually, I'll actually say, I'll actually say that uh, you know the the end when um, Jeff Daniels is running around the house and the mm -hmm. spiders are literally coming from everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna say that we can use the you big the big daddy spider plus the entire swarm. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Versus, I think the the entire swarm coming at you is more terrifying than right. I agree. Than I agree the, too. Just so a single one because they're just as deadly. Versus. Jacob Black from Twilight. <laughs> He's a werewolf, right? Yep. Let's just call this one. Let's call it. He wins, doesn't he? Who? Jacob? Yeah. Absolutely not. Against how many spiders? He's a werewolf. How are werewolves going to get killed by spiders? Uh, these are spiders with extremely potent venom. And there's millions of them. But he... Wait, there's no venom in those spiders, were there? Oh yeah, it was a yeah tropical. because a because the spider. the yeah, big yeah. spider came back and mated with like a normal house spider and made crazy spooky little venomous babies. But Jonathan Black can jump pretty high. Here, hold on, <laughs> hold, hold on. Here, here we go. Hold yeah, on, whose hold turf on. is it? So this is so we're talking the yeah. house, spider house, the spider house the versus the, the woods. woods. Well, if he's in, which the... is basically the spider's house still. Yeah, uh, no, well, no, the spider's house is like the yeah, the yeah, house yeah. that they were okay. actually yeah, in nest. versus the woods. If it's in the woods, he might have a better chance because he can, le like you know, run away and they might spread out and then he can come back and kill them one by okay. one. So okay. here we go. So heads is spider house, tails is the woods. Okay. Heads. Spider right, spiders win. Spider house. Win. All right, fuck you, Twilight. You're <laughs> done. Gone. <laughs> wanted to get Adios. rid of him anyway, you bitch. Oh, this one will be fun. This one will be fun. All right. Uh, we got a classic versus a classic. Mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <clears throat> versus zombie Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I should explain. When I had to pick my zombie, I was asking my wife uh, about certain characters, and this was her. This was per her request. She wanted me to be zombie Michael Jackson from the Thriller uh, music video. Mm -hmm. So that's what we got going on here. They both probably have about the same kind of moves. Zombie Michael Jackson and Freddie's got some pretty good moves. Like Absolutely, that. yeah. Plus, I've I just seen, want to see them dance together. Plus, I've seen Freddie play the electric guitar, which is a that's a, that's <laughs> yes. a big leg up. All right, so what are what are so zombie Michael Jackson would be the graveyard, mm -hmm. and Freddie would be your nightmares. Right? Yeah. So that's I mean basically, do zombies sleep though? I don't think so. I don't think zombies sleep. So uh, Freddie would be forced to come into the real world. Did we did did we you guys assign since I already know what it is? You guys assign which one is which. Well, what? So the graveyard oh, head, is. I'll say heads, Michael Jackson. Sure. And tails is sure. the nightmares. It is nightmares. Okay, but but zombies don't sleep. So how do you get into the nightmares? Freddy Krueger's just he mm. he's forced to come into the real world to even fight. Uh, I I actually have to go to Vincent Price's monologue in the movie, because or in the in the video, I think that he says, what doesn't he say something about sleeping? For a number of years, I know he says the funk of forty thousand years. Mm -hmm. I think I, I do. Zombies never sleep. I don't, I don't see why they would have to. I've never seen them sleep. Not yeah. in The Walking Dead. So I think I, I, <laughs> I think I think Freddy Krueger would have to pull a, a Nightmare Two, come into the real world, and if that's the case, then it's just man with claws versus. But a, a zombie. But a zombie is very easily dispatchable. He but, could just use his claws Jackson and stab him in the brain. Really well. Yeah, he can really dance circles yeah. around him. And he's got some really good kicks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll... is it? But is it enough though? Because we've seen Freddy 
take on Jason, who is a, a formidable opponent, mm-hmm. and and fare pretty well against him. Mm-hmm. N- now compare that to 115 pound Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson's probably a little bitch when it comes to a fight. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll, st- he'll throw dirty underwear at. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! No, didn't you see the 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 bad video where he you know holds hands with the dude and does mm-hmm. the knife fight? That's pretty badass. Um, I'm gonna go. I, I I have my my choice here. What you got for us? Mike? You I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go Freddy. I don't think I don't think Zombie Michael Jackson has a chance. Yeah, if Freddy can He's come into the real dancing. world to fight he ain't him, fighting. Freddy Krueger will come up behind him and just. You know, All right. Claws uh, in his back. Let me check something right real quick. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul of getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and not inside a corpse and, and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest stench in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grizzly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to share your doom. And thou, and though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. Or no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. There's nothing about sleeping. Nope. So, can he just come into the real world? Well, he Doesn't did, he have he, to be pulled? He did it too. Doesn't he have to be pulled into the real world he did it too. through somebody who's sleeping and then brings him into the real world? Okay, so say he does. Say he just uses some other poor sap as a way to get to him. Okay. And then, how would Zombie Jackson kill Freddy? He I wouldn't. Freddie would, Freddy, got, Freddy would yeah. just fucking slice his head off because he's too busy dancing. I mean, he does have his <laughs> he does have his hordes of background dancers. Yeah, but they're too yeah. busy dancing. Yeah, they're too busy doing. None that. of them in that entire video ever fought anything or broke from dance. That's true. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I want to see Freddie do the thriller dance. With the <laughs> <laughs> blades on awesome. his hands. All right, I think Freddie takes it. Freddie takes it. Yep. All right, done. Boom. Good okay. match. Yeah. Good all match. All right. Yeah. So next up we have Chucky. Chucky versus the Maniac Cop. Hmm. Um, no, okay, so Chucky was yours? Yes. No, yeah, Chucky was his, uh, Chucky was your... Chucky was your, yep, uh, my, uh, your my wild card, card, right? My wild card. Yeah, okay. my wild card. My uh, Maniac Cop was my zombie. Okay. Here's the thing, though. The Maniac Cop is a sentient zombie. Hold He's on. not a stupid you zombie. You want to flip for home turf? Yes, okay, so... So we've got the, the beat, basically. The, the New beat. York beat yep. for, uh, for Maniac Cop. That's heads. Versus, where do you want to go with Chucky? The Toy Factory, the uh, be the in the army from three. It could mm-hmm. be, but that's kind of that's, 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 that's kind of original. Let's go original. Yeah, Toy Factory. Uh, well, original would technically be like the apartment. Oh yeah, where the kid was staying. That's mm-hmm. true. Cops go to apartments all the time, so I'm cool with either, either way. So you want, <laughs> you want to go apartment, or you want to go Toy Factory? Flip it, we can flip, go to, flip it. Okay, flip it. so uh, heads is heads is the beat, tails is the apartment. Cool. The beat. The beat. Okay. So Chucky is outside of the apartment. He's in the big city. He's now the way that Chucky kills people, he it's you know, it's it's knives, whatever. It's very it's very hand to hand. The maniac cop has a gun. Yeah, but Chucky I guess depending oh, sorry, this is yours. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he does have a gun, but I think I could probably you know, he could he could I'd say bye, tomato day. Ah, they do it better. Whatever he says, and and start throwing some hex curse on you or something. So I get the True. lightning going out. But does the hex curse have anything to do against a zombie though? Because he's already dead. Minicap's dead. He's just been resurrected. So like, can you put a, a hex curse on on a zombie? Like, well, what, would it take? what was he res- resurrected with? Was it voodoo? 
That I don't know. Because... You could unresurrect him. Mm. Yeah. But this Chucky, but <laughs> meaning but... kill him. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to if think it here. was like, hey, you're standing here, I'm standing here, we fight now. It's not like you got like months to prepare for this, or even like you know hours to prepare for this fight. You're, we're here, we see, meet each other on the street, go. Your I guy with the though... gun is gonna probably kill Chucky. I, I, yeah, I think it's a quick I, one. I feel like Chucky's not very strong, though, because he is just a doll. He's he's slick. He's right? surprisingly strong. Surprisingly strong, but he gets crushed to death a lot mm. in other movies and whatever and this and that. So it's like, not to I death, like, though. He doesn't get crushed to death. But it stops him until someone resurrects him and puts him back together. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's at a standstill. To me, I would say it depends on how far along in Chucky's transformation he is. Because when he first becomes a doll, he's he you can't really injure him. It's not until he starts to become human True. in the doll body. So, well, isn't it end of the first movie he gets melted down in the toy factory? Uh, no, end of the first movie he gets burned in the, yeah, in the down. fireplace yeah. and then he jumps out and yeah. I think they finally shoot him to so death the mania, or something. So the mani- oh, so they shoot him. After oh, he's already oh. been burned, though. Are you saying the mania cap can't light him on fire? Well, I, Chucky, uses the, Chucky uses the element of surprise a lot, though. He, he, does. he does surprise you. But can you kill a zombie by surprising him? I mean, you're you just could. gonna stab him in the back. He's gonna be like, "Zombie's going to keep walking. He's exactly. not gonna realize it happened." Exactly. All Chucky would I, I have to do my... is find. A... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, he'd just have to find a way to cut his head off or destroy his brain. That too. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say that I think with the the size difference between the two, and and it, it it's a tough fight for Chucky. I'm I'm just gonna give this one to Mikey. Yeah, he is strong because the maniac cop is strong. There's, yeah. there's there's probably possible ways, but in the likelihood of hate, they meet each other on the street, fight. You know, the the cops taking it all. I, just, I, I was fighting this. for Chucky because I wanted to see him go to the next round. But you're I will say right. this though, in 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 my detriment, mm-hmm. maniac cop only made it three movies. Chucky's made it seven. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I think we. I think it still goes to maniac cop. Maniac cop. Right? All right. Yeah. Yep. All right. I was trying to think of ways to, to. I was very unexpected on that one. I thought I was going to lose. I, I was trying to think of ways to, to turn that around and what you know way that Chucky would ultimately win every time, and uh-huh. it was just it was it was Ooh. forcing it. <laughs> this one seems pretty easy to me. So you got the fast zombies from World War Z, which was Jay's uh, choice. Yeah. Versus. Is it a single fast zombie? Um, or a horde? What, what do we think? Well, who's it against? A grab. I, 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 I was, I was assuming a single fast zombie. Um, versus a graboid. If well, it's a single fast zombie, I think it's pretty cut and dry. I give it to the graboid any day. Because <laughs> they're just running against the ground, and the graboid's going to come up and right, right. take them right underneath the ground. And regardless of where, whether we're on my home turf or the zombies, graboids have shown themselves to be able to break through concrete mm-hmm. if they need to. Doesn't unless matter. it's a three-foot wall thick in, in uh, Burt Gummer's yeah. bomb shelter. Or, or the ravine. Right, where it needs well, to... that too. As long as there's no cliffs around, I think I have it. And are the zombies going to go after a grab boy? They don't know what that is. No, no they they said they're going to keep running. They're just going to yeah. mindlessly run, which is just, that's basically bait for the graboid. Yeah. Right. I'd give it to the graboid on All that right. one. That one's easy. Okay, next up. Victor Crowley, my slasher choice, mm-hmm. versus The Thing, your oh, alien oh, choice. Oh, oh. I'm going to need another beer for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, ooh, that's, that's tough, man. That's really, really tough. All right. Well, hold on. So let's let's do uh, home turf here. Home turf here. It's swamp for me, for sure. Swamp for you and Antarctica for me, basically. Right? Yep. 
I'm assuming heads is swamp and inert because it feels right. That's fine. I don't know where the okay. It's the swamp. Ooh, that's tough, man. So the uh, so the thing needs. Here's the thing. The thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the, the thing. thing. The thing needs people to infect. Uh, people or animals. Or animals. There are lots of animals, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's any any forest animals that are going to put up a big fight to Victor Crowley. Minus maybe like a bear. Unless I unless I infect enough of them. You can do one at a time though. It moves from body to body one at a time. The mm. thing doesn't affect tons all at once. It yeah, I guess it, I guess it, yeah, that's true. It's it's very symbiotic, if you will. So like I said, with the exception of maybe a bear, it's the only thing that I could see putting up a fight. But a bear doesn't know how to use a belt sander. <laughs> but but it's not like the thing inhabits the the uh, the body. And then just uses that body as its weapon. It mm-hmm. still uses everything that it has as at its dip- disposal as a giant creepy alien. Sure. Tentacles and giant teeth and and all that all that stuff. Plus, Victor Crowley those got very sharp. Plus, not hatchet that can. Not only does it use the tentacles and teeth, but whatever it inhabits, if it happens to be around another person, which there always seems to be other people around Victor Crowley, Victor it can Crowley also will... use the weapons that those people have. But Victor Crowley will kill any human before the alien can even get to it. Hmm. That's what I'm mm. saying. And he can show up out of nowhere. And Victor Crowley was set on fire and didn't die, whereas the thing was killed by fire. That's true. Just saying. Mm. I don't know, I'm not sure who's going to bring fire to the, the thing, but... Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. So, no. The the thing doesn't only inhabit one thing at a time. Because if it did, then every time they burned something, the thing would be dead. So, that means it was in more than one person at a time. That's a fair point. So, I, fair point. so I can literally walk around that forest and inhabit every frog, every bear, every deer, every person that I find and just rain down upon you. But according to the theory, Victor Crowley I don't think drinks booze. <laughs> Mic drop. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. And um, and okay. yeah, even if I even if I manage to get close enough to you with anything, I could infect you as well. True. I think the thing's got this one. You think so? I think you, so. You, you what do you th- think, Jay? The thing can infect Victor Crowley? I don't think so. Oh. But it oh. can infect everything else around him and then come at him and from all come sides. At him that way from all sides. And just tear him limb for limb. I don't know. What do you what, think, is, is it realistic for everything around him to get infected? Yeah. Well, we've already decided yeah. it can infect multiple things at once, so. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Victor I feel like Victor Crowley in his hatchet, he can just cut the thing down and just and just yeah, but it's him. but it's not just one. Like once it's spread to somebody, it's just a chain there's reaction. Else it can, around, it continue. It can continue no, spreading. How, how fast can he infect everything else around him? I, uh, I think it's pretty much instantaneous. Uh, yeah. I mean, every sort of. everything that happened in the thing happened. There needs within... to be contact between them. At least it's not. Like, yeah. It's not airborne or anything. There needs to be contact right, between right. them. I'm just saying though. So Victor Crowley though just kept killing the animals. Just to Wouldn't just to keep this moving along, I'm gonna give it to you. This is gonna th- this is like the equivalent of a I'd say like a number one seed beating an eight seed or no a, an eight seed beating a number one seed. You think so? I'd say Victor Crawley's the eight seed, and there's a big upset here. I'm just gonna give it to you because I there's good points on either side, but I like Victor Crawley a lot. 
Hey, don't and, take uh, his bullshit. A win is a win. I'd let. I say, and, I, and I, and I'd I like feel, to see Victor Crowley fight some other people too. So uh, and I, I feel like it. I feel like if Monster Madness happened next year, the thing would come back with a with a vengeance. So I'm gonna give it to you this year. I'm gonna give you the upset. All right. All right. This is a, so, so next up, uh, so Victor Crowley wins this round. <laughs> so next up, battle thirteen. This is interesting. We have the creature from Feast. Oh, which okay. is your choice? Yeah. Versus Lord Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> oh, from man. Harry Potter. <laughs> All right. Hey, was that yours? Yep. Um, okay, so the creatures from Feast are aliens. They are uh, they are a singular thing, mm-hmm. right? Then you have Voldemort and, and I'm, and that has magic. Mine was just a single creature from Feast, and you're talking about... Uh, magic. Like Yeah, we're talking about... I could about... lose a, like, Alexpiosis. I don't know what that, shit, but the, what that shit means, but something. I'm, I feel, uh, <laughs> I don't think that there's much of a match up here. I kind I think, of feel like magic kind of takes yeah, this one, no matter Feast what. Yeah, I think Feast Monster has this, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't, he, even, he couldn't even get close enough to Voldemort to fuck him to death. No. Because <laughs> that's, that's kind of his, that's kind of his that's thing. That's kind of like, their thing. Like, if this was, if this was the Feast Monster versus Lori from Trick or Treat. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the Feast Monster would kill him. Yeah, this would swing he'd in a much direction. He'd suck her in and, and fuck we, her out. And it does, <laughs> And it, it doesn't matter about home court advantage. Pretty much anywhere Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore is, he's going to own. So, yep. yeah, okay. we'll give I'm a damn you. on this I'm one. I'm with you. All right. Next up, we have Sharktopus. Sharktopus. <laughs> we have Sharktopus mm-hmm. versus Edgar from Men in Black. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hold oh, on. my God. Here we go. Home, Amazing. Home, home court. So, Sharktopus. Preferably the sea, but yep. could be land versus Edgar. Wait, wait. Well, the octopus can survive on land for a little bit of time, but it can't live on land. That's the thing about the sharktopus, though, is it can come out on, on like, he's he's deadly everywhere. Okay, fair enough. Fair so, enough. I mean, he he needs to get back in the water eventually, but yeah. if, I, if I did, like, a reverse kelp thing where I could yeah, come out but... on land. <laughs> so, uh, land, oh, preferably sea. Versus Edgar and his zap it van <laughs> coming around the city to get you. Edgar in the city in his zap it van. All right, so, done. Head sea, tails zap it. It is the sea. Ooh, it's the sea. I don't think Edgar's got a chance. That's just me. But go. This is your choice. Water with sugar. Oh, he does Ooh. like water. He does Ooh. like water with sugar. But he doesn't. But does, but does he like water with salt? There's the big question. I I don't know. We we've never experienced that with him, so he's a uh, he's a roach technically, right? Would a roach survive in salt water? Uh, I mean, roaches like nasty, salty things. I mean, you look at like if you know you see all these stories about them in the alleys around the the food that gets thrown out, it's old true. French fries, old you know. And they so are they true. are the they are the one thing that you know they always say like the thing about uh, cockroaches. about cockroaches is they're the only thing that survive a nuclear winter or whatever. But and, and he's also a giant cockroach with humongous pincers. He's a giant cockroach, but in a man suit. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that if he came head to head with Sharktopus, he would end up in his roach form, right? Ah, uh, I, I I was just picturing Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the Edgar. Suit, take me there. <laughs> Water with sugar. More, Ag- Agger, more. Agger, your skin is hanging from your butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but he can, I, I mean, I, he, it is an alien that, that that pick was for, so I guess he could potentially turn into his alien form. Mm-hmm. He's still, I, he's still, like, even in his alien form, he's just a big bug, 
Right. And, and you see Will Smith literally... stepped on a roach. Oh, you don't like that? It starts like hurting him, you know? Yeah. It's true. Um, I, my, so he's got his weakness. My, my way of thinking is I would grab you out of the water with my shark tentacle or my, my octopus tentacles <laughs> and start squeezing you. And if you weren't already dead from being smushed, I would use my shark mouth to bite your head off. You could probably do that. What do you think? Yeah, yeah he was a fairly weak alien roach from the movie. <laughs> but, he, I mean, but he was, but, but he was awesome. fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how did he? He died by oh, he swallowed uh, Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. and then he and shot, shot him shot from the inside. Out. Yeah. So he's not. He's not. Not like he's heavily Infallible. heavily armored. Look, like yeah. a shark to put be put up way more of a fight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally go with shark. I'm I I yeah. think I'll give it to that. shark. To All right, yep. cool. Okay, next up we have uh, this one does not seem like much of a choice here. Uh, Dwight Renfield from Nightflyer. Nightflyer versus that was the, my vampire pick versus the Predator. Ugh, God. <laughs> I don't think there's much of a choice here, right? No, <laughs> no, because Dwight Renfield is a vampire and Predator doesn't have human blood. So what the hell is he going to do? There you go. I mean, he can slash at him with his claws and stuff. I'm sure but the Predator has a thousand ways to predator, chop off his head The Predator and is, is armored and also deals with injury pretty well. We're yep. going to... Yep. Yeah. Dwight's, Dwight's going down. All right. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, the Darkness, which is my choice. From, from uh, Legend. Yeah. Tim Curry's devil of character in the le- in yep. Legend uh, versus Michael Myers. Ooh. That's interesting. That's, that's your choice, that's right? That's mine, yeah. right. Excuse me. So, yeah, they both have stabbing implements mm-hmm. between the darkness's horns and Michael Myers' knife. Right. Um, we know that Michael Myers. Excuse me. Oh um, I don't know, man. This is I, weird. I I think this is a pretty simple choice. As much as I hate to say it. Let's see who's got home turf. Because I'm thinking. Of, All right, is it in hell or is it in a house? Uh, uh so heads, he- heads, heads for hell. Heads for hell. Tails for house. Heads. Okay, so we're in hell. So I thought that I was already off with a, uh, to a disadvantage here anyway because I'm thinking of original Michael Myers mm-hmm. from the first Halloween who is still just a human being. Mm-hmm. This is before any of the wacky like uh, cult stuff popped up or anything sure. like that. So I think it's a pretty simple choice here. Yeah. Because the darkness is... In all a... fairness, even if there was a cult, they probably... No, they, I, they, they probably prayed to I'm, Satan. No, right? I'm just sticking with original <laughs> Halloween one. Okay, okay. So I'm going to give it to the darkness. I'm darkness. just going to concede this okay, one right away. Uh, that is, uh, that'll do it for round one. All right. Round one is done. Start round two. All right. Um, so now we have Toby from Paranormal Activity, the, uh, the demon, Paranormal Activity, versus the Juggernaut. Which was your other choice? Ooh, that's a tough one because you have a, a demon one. who nobody can see versus a ghost who you can only see if you're wearing the special glasses. Um, so this is me versus you. So Toby, the ghost wouldn't or the demon wouldn't be able to see your ghost at that I, point. I don't know though. Toby like, doesn't wear the special glasses. But it seems like it seems like I'm actually gonna speak in your favor here. It seems like a demon exists kind of in a different realm like the realm of demons and ghosts mm-hmm. like maybe they are able to see ghosts that's possible and i still think that toby like what's the juggernaut gonna be able to do that can beat toby really 
He's just he's brute force, and you can't yeah you can't do anything to Plus, beat Toby with brute force. I feel like in the in the afterworld, demons are way higher up on the food chain than, than ghosts. ghosts are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The, the only thing that I can think of is that there is for to get rid of Toby the mm-hmm. demon. I I don't know of anything that you can do besides unless you had some kind of like a, a priest give a big thing that that happened to work. Yeah, you know a big. Uh, or whatever. Honestly, I think that Toby will go pretty far unless he's matched up against one of the the magic people. Right, but Toby could probably to get rid of your uh, juggernaut mm-hmm. if they had the uh, the glass. Oh yeah. With that that stopped the ghosts mm-hmm. from coming at them mm-hmm. as a shield, but he would have to get that. And then you can go as far as saying if he had this, if he had this, but you know, in hand to hand combat type thing, I I think Toby's got it. Yeah, personally, Toby's got it. Toby, juggernaut's gone. Boom. Done. All right. Next up. Next up in round two, we have, if it would save. Okay. Lori from Trick or Treat, the werewolf, versus Beetlejuice. All right. So, uh. They're both mine. So, same, same, same home courts, right? Mm -hmm. So, Beetlejuice is the diorama versus Lori, who would be her neighborhood. Yep. And we've got Lori's neighborhood. Okay. So, Beetlejuice looking come out of. Yeah, we're just assuming that he can come well, he out. He can, of... right? I don't think he can leave that house. Yes, he did because his snake thing was like going down. Well, not maybe leave the house, but like, well, I couldn't leave the house. It's no. a ghost. Uh, he didn't. Makes he sense. didn't leave the house. Like the Sorry, only I'm time he, this in my head. the <laughs> only time he left the house is when he walked out the front door and he stepped into the sandworm lair. Yeah, but that was still like, like once he. That's kind of like once you leave the house, that's where you end up. So he I had to stay like, inside the house. I feel like Lori because we already said that Lori's main. Uh, 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 power here is sex, mm-hmm. right? She leads him into places and then kills him. And he does enjoy sex. He does enjoy sex, yeah, because he loves the strip club. I kind of, I'm gonna give it to Laurie. I think so too. And just to go even further, I think if we're actually following the rules of Beetlejuice, if he tried to head to Laurie's neighborhood, uh-huh. he would be eaten by Sandworm. So we're gonna oh, go true. with Laurie. Kill Laurie wins with the assist of the Sandworm on this All right, one. Done. <laughs> That's gonna be. Okay, uh, now we have the Giver versus the Scolari brothers. Uh, which, I... again, how do you karate kick a ghost? Right. Unless he has, I mean, he might, He, if if the Ghostbusters can come up with the technology to, harness, to, to trap plasma, then maybe he would have something like that. Maybe. But, I mean, I'm not sure he's ever come across it, though. Right, unless you have anything... Unless you have any knowledge of him in the movie having something like that, I'd say I'd give this one to the Scolari brothers. Man, I hate to say it, but I think you're right. Like I said, how do you how do you martial arts kick a ghost? You don't. You got to trap them. Shit. I you got to trap them, or I'd say this is another one where the, the ghosts I think are going to have a big advantage yeah. here, because unless they're met with somebody who has magic powers, they're not going to be able to be. Damn, I think basically you're right. the only thing you do is exercise People or banish are be ghosts, so right? People are so disappointed when they're hearing this. It's like the fucking Scolari brothers. They're they're underdogs, but they're really going for it. Oh um, man! All right, well that's that then. I guess maybe I, unless the unless the demons had knowledge of how to exercise spirits, you know, which they might. They well, might. Maybe maybe we get maybe we gave but the Giver, but the Giver's not a demon. It's an alien suit. No, I'm saying if if the Scolari brothers meet one of the oh, one yeah, of the demons yeah. or something. So yeah. okay. Anyway, what's next? Uh, okay, next you have Azazel 
versus Jacob Black because somehow Jacob Black <laughs> made it through the first round. <laughs> so Jacob Black is the werewolf from Twilight. From is Twilight. that right? Uh, <laughs> oh well, this one might actually come down to home turf again because if we're out in the woods, I might be screwed. Yeah, it's true. All right, wasn't so... Jacob going up against all the spiders last time? He was, <laughs> and yeah. he and he won out because he was in the woods at home turf. So pretty yeah. much, if you're in the woods, you're good. All right, that's, so we got uh, so heads is the uh, the metropolis for mm-hmm. Azazel. Tails is the woods for Jacob Black. It's the Metropolis. Ooh, okay. Now, I have never actually watched um, Twilight. Can he transform whenever, or is it only during a full moon? Uh, does anybody I, know? I believe it was any time. I think you might be I've right. I've seen it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to really admit this, but Twilight's my jam. So... I think, though, the only way that... Here's what I think. The only way that he could really beat Azazel is if he could... like. So if Azazel is in a, crowd, a crowded metropolis and he can travel basically as fast as he can touch another person, they could constantly be barraging him with attacks from all angles. Mm-hmm. And the only way that he could fight, fend that off is if he could kill every single one of those people coming from all different angles. Which he could. But even then, if he managed to kill a body that Azazel was in, Azazel could just jump into him, couldn't he? Unless he can't, I mean, like, I, they never, because, uh, again, a werewolf is sort of a supernatural character. Yeah, a werewolf, can, can a werewolf, werewolf is just an animal, though. It's a, yeah. It's just an animal. So could he jump into the to the werewolf? It, it It's a person that turns into an animal, so maybe in his person form? Yeah. But I'm going to say maybe not in his wolf form. Because like, I was even going to say, like if, if they were out in the woods, the werewolf could kill the body that Azazel was in, and a werewolf might actually stand a chance because he could run probably faster than the demon could travel to get into his body. But in a, in a crowded city, I don't think that he would stand a chance. Probably not right. on, on your turf. I think that boils down to a turf thing again, you know? Mm-hmm. So you think uh, Azazel's got this one? Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the, that's it. I, I think yeah. I'll give it to you, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. I think if it was, you know, turf, home turf advantage is, is really going to help each of those uh, characters to yep, win. I Fuck agree. off, Taylor Lautner. All right. We're, uh, <laughs> You're dead. You're next dead. Next we got Freddy Krueger versus the Maniac Cop. This is a battle for the ages right here. Okay. Holy smokes. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. What do you guys got? Ooh, jeez. Okay, so Maniac Cop, obviously he's a like zombie or whatever. We already said that zombies don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. I gotta correct you on that one because oh yeah, here we. Oh okay, right, because okay, so, so, Freddy Krueger won over Zombie Michael Jackson. Okay. So so heads. You're right. Is, so he does. So heads is Dream World, tails is uh, New York or whatever yep. the hell, Chicago or wherever they were. Yep. Yeah. So we've been here before. We did. Yeah. We did the the Freddy the vs Zombies thing. All right. So it's yeah, it's New York. Won. But I have to correct you because in the first zombie, uh, ma- uh, in the first Maniac Cop, he does sleep because the guy follows him back to the docks. Yeah, and he, was he sleeping? Then, yeah, he walks in and he goes to sleep in that. Uh, mm-hmm. in, so then, it, so then, then Fred gets him. Yeah, I think so. Fred gets him. I think that's cut and dry. <laughs> I think you're right. All right, that's Fred. what I'd say anyway. Freddie wins. I'm, I'm into that. Unless I, you can I, think of a way that. No, I, I think Freddie's got this. I one. mean, Maniac House pretty fucking mindless. So Freddy Krueger could definitely just do kind of have. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he, he can't like just kill Freddie unless he like gets rid of him in his while he's asleep. In there, it, well, he would have to actually do the the thing where he pulled him into the real world, right, and then killed him. All right, so I think yeah, Freddy's got so it. So Freddy's got it. Yep. Okay, next round here. I'm gonna set the scene. Okay. 
we have a graboid yeah. versus Victor Crowley. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me set the scene for you here. This is how I see it. I see Victor Crowley just walking. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter to the, where it's at, right? Yeah. I see Victor Crowley <laughs> walking across the ground, and a graboid grab comes up, just... sucks him up. However, mm-hmm. however, the graboid then starts to tremor because Victor Crowley is killing him. From is inside. literally killing him from the inside. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Victor Crowley because, is going to get digested that because quickly. they they swallow their their prey whole, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if the, if the well, tongues unless, of the graboid. Uh, no, actually, well, hold on. If the tongues of the graboid came at him, he would just fucking hash out the tongues off. We already know that can happen. So but, that's, that's not even a thing. So if he would have taken him in his entire jaws. But Bert, Bert Gunner survived. Gunner. Gummer survived inside of a graboid. Yeah, that's you don't true. think that Victor Crowley can? Yeah, we're going to give this one to Victor Crowley. <laughs> come on. Come Sounds on. Sounds like you're making Victor Crowley out to be Chuck Norris. It doesn't matter where he's at. He's Victor Crowley. <laughs> he kind of is. Norris he got, he got inside of him, or he's going to kick his ass from the inside on his way out. <laughs> if Adam Green listened to this podcast, he would appreciate that. He is the Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's All next? Right, two more battles in round two. Uh, we have Lord Voldemort versus the Sharktopus. Oh. Yeah, man, I don't know. Voldemort's a tough, a tough battle. Well, he's got magic. Though. That's the even thing. Even if he's, he's in the ocean, kind of like I think he could probably hold on. Okay, so, so heads is ocean, huh? To like, catch it in your hand. Okay, of yeah, because it. it takes so long. To... <laughs> All right, so heads is uh, the ocean. Tails yep. is Hogwarts or oh, wherever the hell. <laughs> heads, it's the ocean. <laughs> so make your case there, Jay, for Voldemort. Oh, that's not me. Oh, it's not. Oh, I thought that was yours. No, Voldemort's mine. Oh. Sharktopus is yours. Um, okay. I mean, if he's in the ocean, yeah, it's really difficult to move your hand quickly to do spells because you have that resistance from the water. Mm. Could the Sharktopus be fast enough to get him before he even gets a spell off? In your defense, I think that Voldemort can probably walk on water. He's not Jesus. But he probably doesn't have to he be in the is. ocean. He could be in the sky. He could be... Yeah, actually, can not he Can he fly and stuff like that? Could Voldemort like literally have a spell that boils the ocean and just kills everything in it? I kind of think so. He's very powerful. How does... Uh, but, he, but he ends up getting taken out by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Touché. Um, I don't know. Like I think I might give this one to Voldemort. Yeah? You think so? He kind of. Because you're kind of limited to being in, in the water. I can come point. out of land for a certain for, for amount a of time, bit. but like I feel like in the Harry Potter universe too, like a shark is something that they dissect in science class. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you they're used to big, like the the big spiders, yeah. the yeah, uh, like the the three headed hound that guards yeah. the vault. Yeah, I think like, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, okay, so Voldemort Voldemort's gets it. got this one. All right. Not even a horror movie. Last one for <laughs> last one for two. You have the Predator versus the Darkness. Predator versus the darkness. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Man. So. I don't. Who, so who's who's got the darkness? I'll, uh, it's yours. I'll take predator. Oh, these are both. They're yours. both mine. So I'll okay. take predator. You can take darkness. Okay. I'm trying to remember how is the darkness defeated in Legend. Um, I think he's just killed. Is he like? We just watched it. <laughs> yeah, we, we did, and I cannot over. remember how he dies. We watched so many movies. But it's not. It's, I think it's like a simple stab to the belly or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. It's nothing crazy. I I feel like the predator, like he can go, he can be invisible. It's that cloaking. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't so, even have to do home home court on this one. No, because, he's got cloaking. Because like, uh, like he, he, he was do whatever he. Ultimately, he was killed by a 110 pound uh, Tom Cruise mm. and a 
and a couple Snaggle of snaggle tooth bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 how it went down. Uh, I yeah, think uh, I think Predator's got this one. Yeah, I think the Predator's gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, I, I thought from the beginning that Predator was gonna be the go-to. That's just me though. Yeah, I think Predator's got that one. All right, I'm all right. Is this the last one for the second that's round? That's it. We are now on round three. Round three. We only got four here, three here, so we can do this quick. Uh, this the Scolari brothers versus Azazel. Ooh, this one gets tough. Uh, jeez. So Scolari brothers is uh, Jay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got we got ghosts versus a demon. These are these these ones with like. Demon like, wins, right? I I would say that yeah, demon yeah. wins. How though? Because we, we already said because this happened last time. The the demon has more power over the ghost. It's as simple as that. In the hierarchy of of the underworld. But if they are so, when the Scolari brothers come out, people seem to scatter. Sure. And if Azazel is left in some sort of human form fighting the Scolari brothers, and they kill that human form, where's he gonna go? He's got a quarter mile to find anybody in any direction, but it's, sure. I mean, if everybody evacuates, but if nobody's around, right? Yeah. I, sorry, I forgot your. Uh, I forgot that. Um, so that might be a tough one. He can't jump into a ghost. No, uh, the ghosts they'll use like they have like, the, the electrical power mm -hmm. or whatever. What does what does Azazel have as far as power goes besides using a human as a weapon? Just that. That's it? Yeah. And I think so the I'm, ghosts are going to kill every single human then? I, yeah. It, like, even if he managed to, even if he managed to, like, if he got killed and then managed to find somebody close to go into and then go back at them, they would kill that person. And eventually, people are going to be so scared that there's not going to be anybody within a quarter mile. So then he can only come at them. In a human body. Right. Yeah, and, and the Scolari brothers are going to kill anybody who's human. Because mm -hmm. Azazel's kind and, of a giant pussy. And then eventually there's not <laughs> going to be anybody for Azazel to go into, and he's okay. going to try to walk. So is, so he's going to try to fly a, a, a quarter mile in any direction, can't find anybody, and yeah. eventually dies. So this is less a battle to the death as much as it's like a, it's a timing It's thing. a marathon. Yeah. yeah. The ghosts just need to yeah. hold on. Scolari brothers win it again. brothers again. <laughs> Jeez, Who would have thought? Jay, you're going to win this thing. <laughs> All right, next up, Fred Krueger versus Victor Crowley. Ooh. Victor Crowley. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, These that's are a good. These up. are getting good. Um, well, again, I'm, there's a... So, it's Victor Crowley, right? Yeah. yeah. Versus Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yep. So, Dream World is heads, and the, uh, the, swamp, the swamp is... Tails. Dream World. Dream World. Uh, you know, I I got, I hate to say this. I, I think my guy's going down. Mm -hmm. I think because Victor Crowley by, is a, a sympathetic character to begin with. Yeah. And so I feel like Freddy Krueger could use that 100% against him. Right. And take him out. You don't think he's got any fight in him? He got fight in him, yeah. But he like I said, he's sympathetic. It would be a, would be a good battle. Freddy Krueger, sure. though, is not sympathetic. You know what I'm saying? I like, like how he's standing up for my Freddy Krueger, and I was helping stand up for him. I know. <laughs> you guy doesn't have any fight. Come no, on, it's man. true, though. But it's true, though. Like, like they, they would fight. It'd be like a Fred versus Jason kind of thing. They would fight. And ultimately, they'd probably both come up being the winners because they're both unkillable. But, like, if it came down to, I'm like, a winner-loser winner. for the fight, though, <laughs> I think Fred Krueger doesn't have any... He doesn't have any sympathy left in him, whereas Victor Crowley does, and that yep. would be his downfall. Yeah. I, you know, his dad or whatever. Yeah. Like, Jason had his mother. 
Victor Crowley has his dad. Well, he gets Freddy Krueger has nothing. He gets in. He gets into their heads and plays off their fears. And it's it, like as soon as Victor Crowley goes to sleep and and Fred shows him a fire, he's pretty much yeah. he's vulnerable yeah. and he's say it. Damn it, Fred yep. Krueger! I'll take it. Fred Krueger for the win. All right. I feel like Jay's got a lot of people. He does. The, uh... He does. Uh, next up, though, uh, well, it's a win-win for me. Lord Voldemort versus the Predator. What do you? Damn. I don't know. I don't even know how to do this one. I feel like Voldemort's a really tough, tough person to kill. But yeah, he's got to be one of the top. But once again, the predator's got that cloaking. Yeah. So you have to be able to see the person that put a spell on him. You know yeah, yeah. Do you he's really? Also got, he's also the predator's also got laser cannons and could shatter Voldemort's wand, leaving Voldemort completely useless. You know, actually, something you just said. I mean, if you think about Harry Potter's cloak, cloak of invisibility, it's kind of the same as. The Predator's cloaking device. Sure. But so Voldemort that, didn't have the cloak, though, ever. I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying, like, that was a big advantage for oh, Harry, for Harry Potter, Potter was to sure. have the, not yeah. necessarily, I don't know if he ever actually snuck around Voldemort with it, but it's definitely a factor, mm-hmm. like him being able to cloak himself. So, and if you like can't. Like I said, he can laser cannon the guy's fucking wand, and then he's yeah. got nothing. I don't know if that's. I think you have to technically use magic to break his wand. It's alien magic. That's alien, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I want to I say, like, yeah, I think Predator's got this one. Jeff, what do you think? Uh, if he has the cloak and he's hiding, mm-hmm. and he could sneak up and just bust his wand, then, yeah, I think Predator would take it. He could literally just walk up to him and steal it out of his hands. He doesn't even need to destroy it. He can just steal it from him. Like I don't think <laughs> I don't think that Voldemort is like, impervious to injury either. I think that if if the Predator was cloaked, he could just walk up to him with the claws on his hands, punch and him, stab him in his head. Nose. Yeah, <laughs> I think Predator's got this one. All right, Predator. Everybody agreed. I'm surprised because I was I was thinking at first like Voldemort's gonna go probably one of the other powers yeah. Yeah. and his dark <laughs> magic is so. All right. You know, insane. So we have one more then for the round three. <laughs> uh, I'm Toby gonna... from Paranormal Activity versus Lori and Trick or Treat. I can end this one pretty quickly. Okay. Toby. <laughs> you think so? Well, yeah. What's she going to do to him? He's a demon who can't be seen. That's a good point. Yep, so. I'm with you. <laughs> That's pretty fucking done. easy. Yeah. You're done, I, Lori. I kind of wanted to see Toby go up against Lord of Voldemort. Well, see, that would be a good match. Oh, we, uh, oh, Voldemort's, Voldemort's gone. Oh, damn it. Oh, wait, wait, we met, we met. Okay, now we are in the semifinals, guys. This is the, uh, the top Two, four. Three fights left. All right. Three fights left. Okay. All right, let's do it. We got Toby from Paranormal Activity versus the Scolari Brothers. Oh, shit. Well, that's a good one. That's a tough one. Scolari Brothers might be going down. I mean, he's a demon. First off, we've we've been here and before. We've already talked about how demons kind of have. We've been here before. Uh, even though they they did beat a demon in the last round. But what? But what, that uh, demon had but, very like tight restrictions. Yeah. yeah. What are the Scalar brothers? They're literally they're two dudes like, like like common thieves. It's two. They weren't thieves. I think they were murderers. Or fine, it's fine. Two common murderers. But whatever. still, they're they're ghosts that are bound in electrical chairs. Yeah, like, like, Toby is a fucking demon. Like he's. You do anything. When I, when I think of the Scolari brothers, I think that, yeah, they're bad guys, but they're not really that bad. It's <laughs> Ghostbusters. You think of Toby, and you're just like, 
fuck, man, I got to get out of this house. Yeah. Why was yeah. Vigo the Carpathian not somebody's answer for oh, that? Oh, shit. That would have been a good one. <laughs> we'll have to do this again sometime. <laughs> um, I want to just, yeah, I, I want to, I'd say that, uh, I'd say that. The weird Toby's thing about Toby, here's the weird thing about Toby. How, what does he fight with? They keep giving it to him because he's a demon. I get the demons have powers. What? How does he actually fight? He can throw things. He can burn things. I mean, he does. How does that hurt? He doesn't have it bodies. Does. But I don't think he's got the same rules as like a Zazel, where if you kill that human form, he goes back to hell or anything. So that. So I feel like I said earlier. I think that he needs to be pitted against somebody with magical powers to be like banished to hell. But the whole idea of Toby as a demon, though, is that he can take over people's bodies and this and that. So you put him against the Scolari brothers, though, can he... I understand that, like, as a demon, he's higher up in the food chain, like I said before, as a ghost. Mm -hmm. So he might just smite them out and be done with it. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like he's getting a little bit of a fast pass here. He kind of is. You know? Well, he's a like, tough luck, luck he's of the a tough draw. One. Luck of the draw, he's getting a fast pass. I mean, that's fine. We can go with him. Because it's kind of how he's been booked. Yeah. That's, that's the unfortunate truth. Mm, yeah, I mean, like, can you really dispute it, though? I can't. I don't think you can. Toby gets it. Toby gets it. Toby gets he it might again. Be he might be going all the way. My God. All right. Freddy Krueger versus The Predator. Okay, so... Um, Let's think about Predator the Predator dream, dream World. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, uh, I got Predator. Jay, versus got Jay Predator. Freddy Krueger. Yep. So, Heads is Dream World. Tails okay. is uh, The Jungle. All right. Oops. Uh, Dude, we said start catching it in your hand. <laughs> it's Dream World. It's Dream World. Okay. I feel as though the Predator might not be as strong in the Dream World. Mm-hmm. But I still think that he would be as weak as a human. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like taking over the mind of an alien is way different than taking over the mind of a stupid human being. I, yeah. You know? And Fred Krueger was just a human being himself. Mm -hmm. He wasn't an alien. So could Fred Krueger really get into the mind of an alien and take it over? That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's a hyper-intelligent hyper hunter. It's a completely hunter. different playing field. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Alien could somehow, like aliens could somehow have that same kind of technology and control over someone with, mm -hmm. with how advanced they are to where they could do something like get inside someone's dream in their dream world mm -hmm. or do something like like to be on that same playing level as uh, Fred. Or even, I mean, so, so, we're, so with the flip of the coin, let's say the Predator falls asleep. And meets up with Freddy in his dream world. I I agree with Mike that I I think that it would be harder to get into. It would it would be harder to rattle him. And that's how and that's how Freddy Krueger wears you down is by rattling you. Uh -huh. He makes you scared. And the the more scared you get, the more power he has over you. And I don't think that he would be able to scare the predator that that much. Because he's a master hunter. I, I honestly don't think so either. I, I hate to say it, but um. But the predator would have to figure out a way to bring Freddy back into his world so that he could kill him in real life. Easily, puts him in his net, drags him back. Get over here! This, <laughs> this is a tough one because you a know, lot of I, a lot of things would have to happen for that to go through. But I I think about this in my head, and and I, and I think about them fighting, and I think of the predator, even being dragged into the dream world and just being like, ugh. 
I'm annoyed by this. And Fred Krueger will come up to him and the Predator would just go, shink, and just fucking take him out. Like, yeah. I just feel like the Predator wouldn't even waste his time with Fred Krueger. Yeah, because Freddy's notorious he's, for kind of, he's, he's preys, he preys on children. Burnt up old man. Like, yeah. Is that really that much of a... Come in there doing his little dance and yeah. rubbing his fingers on the wall and Predator will just knock him out I, of there. Yeah, I, I, I Predator don't... will, re, like, retract it or uh, let his claws out and he'll also call... do it. And then... You think that's a claw? This is a claw. <laughs> this is a claw. <laughs> that's, that's actually the Predator's voice. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, that's crocodile a crocodile. <laughs> he's Crocodile Dundee. So do you guys want to give this one to Predator or what? Predator it is. Predator it is. Sorry, Fred. Guys. We're in the finals. Is this the finals? This is it. Last one. So we one. have Predator versus It's Predator Toby. versus Toby. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck? How does this even work? Oh, all right. That's it. Predator versus Toby. Okay. So, all right. So I don't, I don't think that Toby can use his normal tricks on the Predator. No. Right. I think that the tricks that Toby has in his arsenal uh, exist in an earthly realm. Mm -hmm. And all the things that humans have, at their, their pluses and their negatives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He can use them against and for them. Right. I don't think the Predator has any of those. Like, like, And this goes back to the whole idea of this is a demon that is taking over uh, a body, but like... An alien body is not the same as as a human body, so I'm not sure that Toby has and I, I any control over that. And I, what do you think, Jay? I think that I agree with Mike to an extent, but also that the um I I don't know he can't he, like I, 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 I agree I don't know where to put it. I agree with you. He can't control him because mm -hmm. he's not a human, and they can mm -hmm. probably only go after humans, but. At the same time, how can he attack Toby? Well, Toby, Toby would have to be in the in the space of a human. Like Toby would have to take the control of someone to manifest himself. At this point, I mean, he can interact. Fight him, he know. can interact with the things around him in True. his non-corporeal uh, form. True. But here's the thing about Toby: I feel like he's kind of got the same weakness as Freddy Krueger. Throughout the movie in Paranormal Activity, it's a very slow moving process because he has to he has to first strike fear in the victims and then he has to kind of gradually wear on them and get mm -hmm. them to believe that something is going on. And with a a master hunter who's been trained in combat, like the Predator, I don't think it would be very easy to rattle him and, and, and scare him that way. I I wish that I had an argument. I just don't think that I do. But so how, would it, would but, it come down? Because how are they going to kill each other? Yeah, how does, point? how does the Predator kill Toby? So does it come down that the Toby just gets bored with it because he can't affect the Predator and he just leaves? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, this is like a this is a deadlock uh, kind of. It kind of is. Now, well, in all fairness, though, the Predator also had an alter in some of the Predator versus or the Alien versus Predator movies. So the Predator is spiritual in some sense. Oh, yeah. So it's possible that the Predator could only could not only beat him physically, but perhaps But have the spiritual wherewithal to actually banish him back to maybe? hell. Maybe? I mean am I stretching here? Like maybe? That's possible because that's the only thing I was thinking of is that if one of these characters were able to do that. 
you know, recite a, a verse or something that's going to take that that demon and send it away. And, and let's be honest, um, the Earth is one is one of the more younger planets Welcome as Earth, far as yeah. as far as I'm concerned, right? Uh-huh. Or not, I'm concerned, but as far as science is concerned. Mm-hmm. And so, if the alien, if the predators are coming from another alien planet that is way older, mm-hmm. their gods existed before our gods, right? Which would mean that their devils existed before our devils, which means their faith is probably more powerful than our faith. Well, and think about those; those are good points. And also think about it this way: the predator, being the master hunter that he is, he doesn't just go in for the kill; he does his homework first. Yeah. Like how many? How long does it actually take him to show up and start killing people in the original Predator movie? Yeah. He learns what they sound like, their vocal patterns, what they look like, their heat signatures. So he could spend time studying the people who are trying to banish Toby before he ever engages them at all. Mm-hmm. And then he could just go in and get his own video camera. He could literally just sit <laughs> at a Ouija board. And, and and banish them. Who would have thunk it would have come down to <laughs> paranormal activity versus the predator? <laughs> Holy shit! That's a that's a that's a it's a bad matchup. Like bad in a good way. Yeah, like I I I, I think give it to predator though. I think so too. He's had. I think predator is, is the smartest. Even predator is probably the smartest person on this list, which is why he won. Yeah. You guys want? What do you think? I'll call it. You guys cool with it? Is Predator the grand champion? I'm happy about it. I mean, I'm not happy because it, it was your choice. <laughs> but I'm happy because Predator is literally one of my favorite movie monsters and ever. And the Predator so. is your winner for this <laughs> MMBL. All right. Well, nice you guys put up a good fight against my Toby. I was listening to you. That was, that was winner, impressive. Winner, that was a good pick. I think, I I, I, I think I've been out for like two rounds. So. I... um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised any of mine made it, to be honest with you. And he, uh, in all fairness, Predator was the only one that I thought maybe had a chance. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I was not able to put Ash in there, so just saying. Yeah, you wouldn't Mike, let me. Mike wanted to do a hero category. <laughs> I was like, that's not monsters, unless you want to do evil I Ash. I wanted to. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, that's our that's our tournament of terror. or that's the uh, The MB, MBLL, as Mike calls it. So, uh, MMBL. MMBL, the Mabel. Uh, hopefully you guys played along. Let us know what you thought. If if we went totally, totally off the rails at some point along the way, let us know your thoughts. Let I, us I know who you hear, think should have. I don't want to hear. Oh, Superman would have won it. Fuck you, Superman wasn't in this. <laughs> so if you're gonna put up a fight, it's gotta be someone that we already mentioned. Okay, like, like something like. Oh well, the the predator. He's just got a switch on the back of his head that powers him down. That's all you gotta do. Like. <laughs> Like something crazy Wait, left he field like didn't, that. Did he? <laughs> well, he had the switch right here that could blow himself up. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's our that's our that's our that's, that's our tournament. It. So that's, that's our one hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was yeah, fun. that was a good time. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can find us on the Twitters at the Buzzed Kill PC. We are also streaming on iTunes and Google Play and. Not Deezer. Spotify and Teaser. What's Teaser? Deezer. Deezer. Well, are you on What's Deezer? De- <laughs> is are Deezer I, a thing? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. It's one of the the our title. Oh, <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard of Deezer streaming. You know we'll be on Deezer. <laughs> we'll be on Deezer real soon. <laughs> uh, uh, leave get... us a uh, leave us leave us a comment and uh, give us give us 
one out of 32 stars because one of our 32 players won this week. <laughs> Let us know what you think. If you yes. want to find J-Rod, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. All right, this is a late one tonight and it's a long one. Hopefully you guys had as much fun as we did though. Uh, it was worth it. And uh, we will see you at the start of a new hundred. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Try and have a good night.